return to yours, mine, and the truth. Hi, everybody. My name is Travis Velosh. This is a podcast about a journey through the texts of my youth and a reevaluation of their worth with friends that I've known throughout the years, throughout my life. And uh, I'm happy that you're back. I hope everybody's having a good time. I hope everybody's looking after themselves uh, as this world kind of changes a little bit more every day. Um, we try to adjust to this new normal. Uh, before we get to into our, our, our next episode, this is episode six. Uh, I wanted to uh, make sure I, I uh, cross, uh, cross off some uh, things that I'd kind of missed last week, kind of tie up some loose ends here. Uh, the Soundcheck Live Let It Be recording I had talked about that uh, Nuno had put together. <clears throat> it looks like he was really, it looks like he's really the, like I just watched the video again and he's really uh, all over it. Was that recording of Let It Be uh, that I had mentioned last week? The proceeds go will be donated to the Music Cares or, or .org relief fund. Uh, I, I really recommend that you guys uh, look this thing up. It's pretty cool to see. Uh, and it's it's well put together. Um, and if you can donate, it sounds like, a, yeah, definitely a, a good cause. Uh, I should mention my other things I'm doing here on the PWOM network. First of all, uh, I am doing a, a show that I hope you guys are watching, another podcast, where I am watching dc's legends of tomorrow for the first time i'm going to the first season with a, a my friend and a podcast partner jonathan hedgepeth <laughs> he is a, a good guy and he's been watching this show for a long time and i'm uh, i'm excited uh, it's been a lot of fun and the latest episode is out uh, i'm enjoying it you guys should watch it or listen to it you should you should watch the show too you should watch along with me it's been a, it's been an interesting experience because i live in vancouver where they shoot all these shows and i'd never really watched any of these shows i'm not uh, I, I love marvel uh, as you'll see i love uh, i love you know comics and superheroes and things like that and i love dc too but i've never really watched any of the marvel shows i never really watched any of the superhero tv shows especially never watched any of the shows that shoot here in vancouver so it's been a really cool experience to uh, watch one and uh, i think it's you know it's preparing me for for uh, cuz i i do get uh, auditions for these for uh, for what to expect and what the what the vibe is so so that's a good thing too but it's been a lot of fun and the last episode is another really great one I think they're getting better and better um, I, I mean the, the show is is up and down all over the place but I mean uh, Gideon guys you guys should listen to that uh, also related to uh, my buddy Johnny uh, but we'll call him Johnny Sorrow because it's wrestling related is uh, the Mystery Titan Theater I continue to do with him and uh, the PWOM uh, Grand Poobah here, uh, Kelly Nelson, uh, who uh, very soon will be a future guest on uh, Yours, Mine, and the Truth as well. Uh, we've been doing, uh, we've done three uh, of the second incarnations is volume two of Mystery Titans Theater, where we uh, talk over uh, random cards that we don't know uh, what's what's happening, random wrestling cards from the 80s and WWF and it's been a lot of fun, and uh, I think it's it, this last one kind of took a turn, and and I, I think it might become something else here as we continue to to do this. It really, I I I, I kid you guys not, 
I, uh, like, whatever. If you want to watch an old wrestling card, I'm, I'm sure a lot of you are listening right now and like, why would I want to watch that? Um, th- th- yeah, sure, whatever. I can tell you that this has been, nothing has made me uh, laugh as hard or smile as hard as these, uh, like, it's been like six hours of, of work we've kind of put together just watching these shows and talking over them and then putting it together and watching it. Uh I, 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 this is, uh, you know, it's a, I hope it, it brings just that, that ounce of joy, uh, an ounce of, of that measure of joy that I got, uh, then, then I feel like it's, it's something you should check out. So Mystery Titan Theater, look for that on YouTube, look for Mystery Titan Theater, Mystery Titan Theater Volume 2, there's three episodes, we're doing them in trilogies. Uh, this was uh, Kelly's idea. So we just wrapped up uh, three shows at the Boston Gardens. Uh, the first one was from uh, early 86. The next two were from early 85 or, or, or late 85, mid to late 85. And uh, they're one month after each other. And uh, the last two and uh, it's it's you know, there's a lot of bad. That's the thing, too, is with these cards is you don't know what you're going to get. Uh, so we're able to talk through that. And we're finding ways to entertain ourselves. And I think you guys will find it entertaining, too. I've talked a lot about it. You should check it out, Mystery Titans Theater. Uh, so that brings us to today's episode. Is I'm, We're finally moving on from uh, my band that I really, really enjoyed in high school, Extreme. And we're moving on to uh, another you know, art form that I, I really liked as a young young man. We go back to an art form that I, that I, that I really liked at an even younger age, as we're going to see here, with... Uh, the, uh, Owen Hart, I'm looking at Owen Hart, uh, a guy who's kind of been talked about recently a lot lately because uh, yeah, it's the anniversary of his death, I suppose, but uh, also because he, uh, the Vice series, Dark Side of the Ring, had their season finale about a week ago and change on uh, the death of Owen Hart. Um, uh, but aside from that, uh, his 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 wife gave a great. Uh, or his widow, I should say, gave a great Martha Hart gave a great podcast interview on on uh, uh, Jericho's podcast that was super positive, and I and that reminded me of how the joy that I got, and it made me happy. I mean, it, it made me happy to know that she's happy. You know what I mean? Because like, there, we'll talk a bit about that a, a, a bit here with my guests coming up here, but that reminded me of how. Uh, the, the the joy I used to get watching Owen uh, wrestle. And it reminded me, because I, I had Owen bookmarked as because as a future episode, because uh, Owen, Owen Hart was my first favorite wrestler. Uh, and that's because I grew up in Calgary and we used to only get uh, two wrestling shows uh, every Saturday. They were one after another, an hour apiece. Uh, and we'll get more into it. I'll, I'll tell you a bit more about that. But uh, I thought it was, uh, I thought... Th- to, to see somebody talking about him in a, in a more positive way and remembering him more fondly as opposed to the, the things tied around his, his tragedy is a good thing. So I thought that, uh, yeah, let's talk about Owen here. Uh, that, that's, I mean, we are pro wrestling, uh, uh, mostly, uh, so we might as well do some pro wrestling. So, uh, uh, without further ado, this is my first guest, uh, first non-extreme, uh, guest. Uh, this is Zubin Sundar. We're going to talk about Owen Hart here on episode six of yours, mine, and the truth. Oh, 
Okay, everybody, it is yours, mine and the truth. Our first venture uh, out of the rock and roll landscape into another uh, area of pop culture that is near and dear to my heart, and that is professional wrestling. And uh, there's nobody I'd rather do this with first time around than than my guest that I have here today. Uh, We met uh, in in university, then we ended up uh, becoming buddies, ended up working on a professional basis, remained like the nearest and dearest. This is uh, an old friend of mine, uh, educator, Zubin Sundar. Zubin, how you doing? I am great. That's a a fabulous intro. Thank you. It was really touching. Actually, I was really touched. Uh, You said that I'm the one that you chose uh, out of anyone who chose to to talk about wrestling. Man, that's awesome. I appreciate that. No, hey, man. Like... uh, I've uh, I, I think about all the the conversations we we had. So I oh. yeah. So I've known known Zubin uh, since uh, 2010, late 2010. Okay. We met at the University of British Columbia education program when we were trained to become teachers, and um, and and uh, sometime after that we started working together. And I remember we used to drive together like. Uh, to, to school cool. every day when my, my daughter was still brand spanking new and we would listen to <laughs> wrestling podcasts and talk wrestling like like oh. that like I will I will treasure those those yeah. those days forever my friend uh, but that was just like and you know that was just you know uh, like and we, we were we were tight even before that but that was like uh, that's oh, that was- that was galvanizing. That was a galvanizing event. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Well <laughs> said. Um, but so among it, like at the time when we were working there, one of my uh, like uh, uh, claims to fame or one of my like proudest moments as an educator was uh, that we uh, co-founded a society at one of our old schools. You want to tell everybody a bit about that there? Well, oh, get, and then let's... after that, why don't you tell us a bit uh, about uh, uh, how you got into uh, wrestling yeah. and, and all sure. that kind of stuff? Sure. Uh, first of all, let's call the club by what is really named the most pretentious name you could think of, yeah, the most yeah. highfalutin, longest friggin' name yeah, that you can yeah. uh, think of. How did it go again? I mean, okay, let the name of the school. Sorry, I got to include the name of the school and the full name of the school. It was the, the St. John's International School Professional Wrestling Appreciation <laughs> Society. <laughs> that was on purpose. Oh God, just just a yeah. mouthful. Yeah. Um, it was a joke, uh, but no, the, I mean, the, 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 the name was a joke. The, the club itself actually, uh, you know, it grew into something really cool. We had a nice following of students that would come every, uh, semester, you mm-hmm. know, like diehards that would, and they would be really receptive. They'd sit there, eat their lunch. We'd watch them basically our favorite matches at the time. I remember, yeah. uh, Kyo and, uh, John Cena were doing their summer, uh, run. And, uh, basically that, I don't know, for about four months, we just showed them like John Cena and KO matches yeah. and, uh, <clears throat> broke it down. And I remember um, anyway. we watched uh, uh, Sasha and Bailey with them. We did, um, yes. Yeah, yeah. A little bit of Lucha Underground near the end when that was just debuting. And we thought, okay, what do you guys think of this? Like, what do you think of this? I remember we watched it. Like, yeah. But, yes. Uh, yeah, fantastic experience. Uh, I, you know I'm throwing that on the resumes. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, um, yeah, yeah, we, uh, yeah we had some of the kids cut promos. Maybe I'll provide uh, some links to it afterwards. Ew. That was, uh, that was yeah. definitely a highlight. Oh, fantastic! fantastic. Yeah. Um, but to, as to my uh, my fandom and uh, how I got interesting in the first place, uh, to be honest, there was no. You know how some people they have this singular event and like oh sure. they saw it like cloud surfing or whatever. Uh, I didn't get that because I was literally raised on it. You yeah. know, like uh, I before I even knew what I was watching, I was there beside my dad uh, watching it. And so I'll just kind of go back 
just a moment. I won't make this too long a story. But essentially, um, at night he would he would work uh, nights and he'd come home like, or he'd, he'd work in, in, until let's say until like two in the morning or one in the morning, or whatever. Yeah. And uh, and uh, I would uh, wait for him to come home, right? And I wouldn't uh, go to sleep until he he came home. And so he'd come home, and uh, that's what would be on TV at the time was wrestling. Mm-hmm. And uh, apparently that's how I got into it. And like it was before I could really even like I could probably talk at the time, but it's before I like I was probably like two or three yeah. or so like that. So my first memories really are wrestling related, not just my you know what I mean, like with life, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, so I was pretty much raised on it, and um, it's ever it's been a part of my life ever since. You know, like I've 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 had my ups and downs with it. Um, yep. I've never moved away from it completely. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I've probably never missed two pay-per-views in a row or anything like that. Um, wow. Uh, nowadays, my relationship, I used to uh, call myself, well, you know, the way I call myself now, I'm the WWE fan that died. Yes. No, no, the WWE diehard fan that died is what ah, I'm trying to Ah, I like it. Let me throw that in there. I like uh, it. I was diehard, and I've probably thrown, God, at least ten grand into that into that company life yeah. lifetime. Yeah. You know if I'm going to think of all the events. Sure, and all, sure. You know, and like, dude, some uh, like I'm sure I'm for some people. Rest, so yeah, I'm glad you some, yeah, there. yeah, but for some people, that's that's you know very conservative, man. And uh, you know, there's nothing to shake a stick at. Um, but you you've you've canceled your network sure. subscription, yes, which is yeah, like we still have ours. We go now. What's that? Almost two years ago, almost over two years wow, ago. Wow, wow, good for you. Like, I, the first time I've really been considered, because I haven't watched any of the new product at all, and I'm starting yeah. to find that I watch, that the, the wrestling I want to watch isn't the modern product, and it's the older stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but even if I didn't, I could still watch these other ones and, and could probably find those those pay-per-views if I needed to. Mm-hmm. Um, but I still subscribe to it. I should, I, like, I just don't want to put the put the idea in my wife's head then all of a sudden like uh, you know what i mean all of a sudden then I'm, I'm way into it again i just can't i'm having a hard time like whether it's wwe or aew i can't watch the the no crowd stuff uh mm-hmm. it's just have you did you not watch uh double or nothing i did not i did not i haven't watched any aew uh post covid or uh like and the only wwe i've watched was uh mania and the main event of money in the bank in the bank yeah <laughs> Which was which was was what it was. Like if if you're gonna, I mean, I love Osaka. I love Osaka. I've watched way more Kanachan Kanachan YouTube videos than any wrestling lately. (laughs) She's like she is a fan favorite at our house. Oh yeah, anywhere that knows her, you know what I mean. I have beef with any of the wrestlers themselves. I think they're all talented. I know that's the thing, right? Yeah, it's just there's so much great talent there, and I have love in my heart. Yeah. (laughs) It's just the writing is just you know off and the it's wall. Just, no, it's just a company that like it was when I was really watching the uh, Dark Side of the Ring when it was really like I should fucking really cancel the Owen Hart the Owen, on who we're going to talk about today. And it was, that's what I, I should really cancel my subscription to these. <laughs> yeah, these yeah, absolutely. Oh man, they've done so many heinous things. Like, yeah, yeah, and it's not stopping. Doing getting into bed with them after that, like yeah, but it's just, like like I always think so about many strikes, man, so many strikes. I know yeah. in my thirties. Because yeah. things bother me politically now. <laughs> uh, 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 yeah, but, I, kick, but sure. Yeah, but that. But I. Uh, um, I, I always think about that. That John Oliver a while back when he was talking about FIFA, and he talked about like how corrupt they are. This really good. Like it was back when John Oliver was really good. Like I, I don't know. I think he's. Is man, he falling off these days? Uh, I, I just. I, he just doesn't have the bite 
that he like he used to have like it used to be that really satirical but i just think it's hard to find any really good satire these days but but uh he did this long thing on fifa about um about all their corruption and everybody and it was it received a lot of press and it seemed like it really did something uh anyways it was like he talked about how awful they were but at the end he's like i know all even though i know all of this and we fat learned all of this like i am still so excited for the world cup you know what i mean so that that's kind of like my relationship (laughs) with with wwe and just because it's given me like like man i love watching the the old uh, like 85 and 86 the stuff we've been doing for mystery titans theater lately is just so just that that's my sweet spot if i could just live there forever it's sure it's, yeah but yeah yeah i mean it cut ties you know what i mean like i yeah. definitely still enjoy watching old man well you know what actually this is something i was going to get to when we were going to get into it a little bit more mm-hmm. but uh, i'll just mention now that like i don't know if i consume um, wrestling the same way a lot of huge wrestling fans do. And I do consider myself a huge pro wrestling fan. Yeah. Um, but I'm not really one like, and this goes with sports too. Is that like, I don't enjoy it the same way going back and watching things, even if it's a five star match. And you know, actually, don't get me wrong. That, that's if it's a five star match, it's something really to behold. And there's all kinds of like, um, you know, little details here and there. Yes, of course, you go back and you watch it, and you almost enjoy it more, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, but. Other, other than situations like, or um, yeah, situations like that, um, I don't really take the same kind of enjoyment as going back and just kind of yeah. uh, watching match, even matches. Because I do have my top five, like everybody, else, every big wrestling fan has their top five matches, sure. or you know, ones that switch in and switch out. Um, but like, I'm not really one to go back and watch those so much, and so I'm more one that like, even with hockey games and whatnot, like I, I treat it like a hockey game, almost like a shoot, where like you're watching mm-hmm. it for the surprise and for the outcome, Big and time. once it happens. It's done, you know what I mean? Yeah, I get it. Uh, so, get it. so going back for me is not like really a huge thing I do, but like it's not like I'm averse to it or anything yeah, like that. No, no, cool. I get it. I can totally understand that. I can see it either way, right? Like I also like I'm a you talk about being a guy in your thirties, I'm a guy in my forties. So I'm maybe, <laughs> I'm more like hey, they don't, they, oh they don't do it right no more kind of thing, you know. But I think like but I do love modern yeah, I, when modern wrestling is done great, you know I love it. Uh, I just, uh, it's just the, the, the no crowd thing and, and all the circumstances. It just doesn't feel good to me right now. I don't like the feeling mm-hmm. I feel when I watch it. Uh, but that's just me. Sure. Maybe, maybe sometime I'll go back to it and it'll be fine. Um, but we're not talking about modern wrestling today, my friend. We no. are talking about someone who was, uh, the reason why we're talking about, because I, this, as we, as we know, this is a show where I, I go back and I look at the the texts of my youth and my favorite artists from my youth. And today we are looking at the work of my first ever favorite wrestler. My first ever favorite wrestler was Owen Hart. And when I was learning or getting into wrestling, uh, was around this time of the kind of the, the era that we're going to be looking at today. This is when he was in stampede wrestling. Um, the first big, feud i can really remember the first time i can really remember having that emotional like on the day of feeling was a feud between that i talked about on a history of stampede wrestling a while back uh a feud between the karachi vice who we will see members of in this uh in our in the footage that we look at yeah and uh uh bad company which is uh brian pillman and and bruce hart which went was this was this feud they just had really vivid memories of going back and forth for the tag titles and then finally when 
uh, Bad Company 1, it was, I remember just being this huge day, like this crazy great day, and I was filled with so much joy and emotion, and we went back and watched it, and yeah, sure enough, like, they, it is, it was well done, right? Even really? though with the, with the, with the uh, you know, as we're going to see, the Stampede is known for their clipping, they, they're still good at telling a story, and that's something I wanted to, like, for me, yeah, I, like, I'm less about going back and watching a single match, more about if I can, if someone can put together a good feud, I like watching that. Mm-hmm. Or, or like mm-hmm. a complete, I love, like, what we do for Mystery Titan Theater, when it's just a complete card, and it's like a, a time capsule of the way things are at that time, and this was a night in the company, you know what I mean? Um, okay. Yeah, that kind of stuff I like. But I know what you mean. It, it for To go back and watch a five-star match, it it uh you know there's got to be some sort of connection for me to 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 really yeah i don't know i know what you mean it, it's pick and choose pick and choose yeah i think i just like being i just like marking out you know and just and buying into it and just yeah. seeing the story yeah. Yeah. and you know like allowing yourself to get caught up and mm-hmm. uh you know things like that and once you already know the outcome it's kind of like for me it loses its 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 pop a little bit but that right. being said like i love i love um, you know, work rate is a huge part of what I find in a in a good wrestling match, like yeah. most um, fans mm-hmm. my age, I think, right? Yeah. Uh, but I, I I don't know. I I think work rate for me comes behind good storytelling, but I prefer both. You know, yeah. I prefer yeah. both. And I think uh, we see a different kind of storytelling in this stampede footage here, and, mm-hmm. and I think we see some some really good work rate stuff here too. Uh, uh, mixed it, sprinkled in, sprinkled in amongst all the the craziness and the chaos. But that's what I wanted to talk about. Like Stampede Wrestling, that was like the first time, that was when I was watching wrestling. So I remember, like, as I said, when they won those belts, it was, I I remember it being, uh, Kelly always tells me that Strike Force defeated the Hart Foundation, ironically enough. Who, the strike force were my favorite tag team in WWF at the time, which was Rick Martel and Tito Santana. I remember them winning the belts the same day. Where that's what it would always be: Stampede Wrestling at 1:30 p.m. and 2:30 p.m. was Maple Leaf Wrestling, which was like the equivalent of Superstars or Wrestling Challenge in the states. Um, and I can remember, yeah, having those both bringing me similar feelings of just just filling me full of like excitement and, and energy for like that full day because of the emotional. Uh, response and I can remember having that with Owen too but I can't really remember any specific feuds other than I can remember the Jason the Terrible feud vividly very much so um, more than anything else but I can't remember I can remember the unmasking that came with uh, Zodiac uh, uh, that's because that's a pretty famous uh, moment um, but it but it was good to, to I like what what this this so what we're, what we're gonna do here Mm-hmm. is we're going to look at i'm just going over everything here for sure. for the viewers or for the listeners um we found a playlist or this place was recommended to me again by uh, kelly nelson i don't know how many times going to name drop that some bitch <laughs> but uh, this well, playlist put together of owen hart stampede uh, uh footage with uh with uh, like one kind of exception on the outside here which is kind of stampede related we'll get to it but it's put together by somebody called official 20 by 20 crew so we're giving a shout out to the official <laughs> I saw him. 20 by 20 crew I- Wait, wait, I thought that was you. No, no. I thought you put it together. No, I did not. You're not 20 by 20? I'm not 20 by 20. You're probably uh. dropping comments on him that are full of these inside jokes. He's like, who is this weirdo? Who is this guy? That's not even inside jokes. Yeah. Um, 
so yes, yeah, so this guy put together a good, uh, uh, just, I think uh, this was, a, I, I'm glad that uh, it was recommended to us because this really did give us a feeling of what Stampede was and what Owen was at, at Stampede. And sure. I, I think really shows you why for somebody who's like, because like I said, I'm probably about, um, you know, eight, nine and 10 when I'm, when I'm watching this and, and seeing him here you see that that baby face that I'd argue you never saw. I don't even have to argue it. I don't I don't think you ever saw that baby face in the in WWF. No. No. Um personally. Yeah, so what do you before we get into this, what was your experience with Stampede Wrestling? How much Stampede Wrestling had you seen before this? Uh you've shown me some videos and right. that's about it. Um I recall, um, you sh- I believe you showed me like a ladder match when we were at St. John's. Um, I don't recall who was in it, um, but that you're... sounds, yeah, that sounds about right. It could be, uh, uh, I think it was, um, uh, it could have been Bad News and Brett. Anyways, uh, yeah, yeah, I, I would have recalled if Brett was in it though. Do you? Are, I don't know. I guess if you would have showed me something, Brett definitely would have been in that ladder match. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, so uh, yeah, but honestly, beyond that, almost nil. Like I- I'm watching it and. <laughs> the ref, <clears throat> the ref's throwing out uh, yellow cards. Yellow cards. Hell is going on here. I feel like I should. Yeah. <laughs> right. But it was kind of cool because, like, I'm, I'm gonna a few times actually. I'm gonna probably mention the commentary uh, in a in a positive light. Good. Um, okay. I wanted yeah. to get. Well, I mean, we'll get to that. We'll get to yeah, that we'll get as to well. That. Why don't we wait for it, uh, like these things to pop up organically? But because sure. I want. Uh, uh, so so basically, yeah, that was it. that was it. Like, so did you know? I suppose you knew some of the talent that came out of there as well, right? Uh, yeah, oh, of course. Yeah, yeah, of course. I mean, like, um, you saw Benoit in there, and then you saw, obviously, Dynamite. Um, I didn't really recognize, um, oh, what are their names now? Um, Singh, and I, I obviously I've heard of Muck and Singh before. Yeah. Um, and, oh, yeah, and, uh, right, Gamma. Yeah. Uh, I, I, yeah um, how do you say it? Gamma Singh, yeah. Yeah, yeah Gamma Singh, yeah. Oh, is he, is he Singh as well? Yeah. Okay. So, um, yeah, yeah, I was gonna call. I him. mean, hey, I, I, this might be a shock to you, but Muck and Singh, that's not really his name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was expecting a brown guy. I, was just I know, I know, I know. Okay. That's part of the. That's part of what really got us. Got it. This jerk. This asshole. He's not from Karachi. That's right. That's right. Taking our dogs. Yeah. Um. Okay, so why don't we just get into this then? Because uh, I like so what this opens. So so Owen was there from uh, 1983 to 1988. So that means he's he like at some point like I've never seen any really early footage of here of this or of him around this like 83 stuff. But that meant he would have been like 18 because he was born on May 7th. But it sounds like again it was something he was born into. Um, we don't need to get into. Um, bios or anything because we've we've all seen it we've all seen a lot about him we know who owen hart is but this is the this was the period of time for the most part aside from this first match that we're going to watch that i was that at when i when i uh, kind of fell in love with owen hart when the first match we're going to watch or that we watched was from december 15th 1995 uh, at the at the stampede corral this was do, do you know anything about this event did you look into it at all there Big Z? Um, who was it against uh, this is uh, Owen versus Razor Ramon. Oh, yeah, right. Okay, so we're just doing the order that was in the. Film. Yeah, yeah, we'll do the order in which we watched. Cool. It. Yeah, sure. So my my notes will make sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Me okay. too. Yeah. So um, can you please repeat your question? <laughs> yeah. Uh, did Did you know anything about this event? Did you look into it at all? 
Um, no, I did not. I was actually yeah. quite surprised. Um, yeah. I, I was, I, because I, I let the, I let it play. I didn't see the title or anything like that. So mm-hmm. I see Jordan Razor, and um, right away, obviously, I assumed it was WWE. So I thought, oh, okay, are we sprinkling some WWE in here? And then I heard yeah. the commentators, and then obviously, I noticed the ring, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh, okay, um, interesting. So no, I did not. So yeah. Was, so it says happy 80th. Uh, Stu, it's a, it's a, but technically it was called yeah. the Stu Hart 50th Anniversary Show. That's right. Which, which I, I think means 50, 50 years in, in Calgary is what it was, or, or, or promoting wrestling or Maybe. something like that in Calgary. And this was a, a well-known, this was a, 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 you know, a, a significant show because it had the only time ever where you had, uh, especially at this time, where you had WWF and WCW talent on the same card. Um, because uh, uh, you had, um, you know, Benoit was there for for because he, there's all the people who would come come back to uh, to honor um, Stu. Shoot, I had this in front of me, but um, but it was it. I mean, it's worth looking into to see everybody who was on there and and everybody who came to honor him. And it was it sounds like it was a really great show. Oh, there's a great. It's on the uh, the, the network if you if if you had it. <laughs> <laughs> your, your turn coat. Uh, no, uh, no, but you could probably find it somewhere as well. A, uh, uh, a bad company versus uh, Dory Funk and Terry Funk is awesome. Just oh, a, wow. a wild match from sure. that card. Um, but so this was at a time, and this was at the Stampede Corral, which yeah. is where the Calgary Flames used to play out of when they first moved there from Atlanta. Right. Um, and it's hilarious if you look at the old footage of it. It's like it's now where they do like super dogs. You know what I mean? Like when, uh, 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 but you look at the old footage, they would have to walk through the concourse in their skates to get to the uh, dressing room. Is hilarious. But not uh, not through the dog. Uh, not through like the <laughs> optic course. It was used for super dogs back then during the hockey games as well. It was interesting. That's <laughs> uh, hilarious. So yeah, Stampede Corral. Like, I think like yeah, capacity is like thirteen thousand or something like that. Okay. Uh, but this uh, so this was like some some really some uh, just cool footage to see as well, just because it begins with a shoot promo uh, from uh, Owen talking about his 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 dad and his mom. And so some some really great pictures from '86 and '87 showing you where we're gonna see Owen. Uh, kind of gives you a whisper of the the stuff we're gonna see. Uh, and Razor is when Razor is announced. Good God, Razor is over. Even in Calgary, this is a WWF crowd. This is a time when when it wasn't. It's funny to think about how how much things would change two years from then when they're at the Saddle Dome for the the Canadian Stampede, which is just a legendary card. Uh, I thought it was really, really cool to see. I was talking about this on Mystery Titan Sea that everybody was uh, uh, on wrestling Twitter. For some reason, it seemed like everybody decided they were all going to watch that full pay-per-view again. Did you see that? I did not. No, yeah. I'm not. You don't Twitter. Yeah, but everybody was just uh, talking about it again. It's really, really cool. And it's funny to see how I had mentioned uh, that... Um, Bruce Hart has the same has a, has a reputation now that is well known. I think that's so funny because he was my substitute teacher on, on numerous what? occasions. On numerous you occasions. You never told me this. Yes. You never. Maybe you did, but I don't. Oh, yeah. that's crazy. Yeah, yeah crazy. that's hilarious. Even my brother joke about Bruce all the time. It's like a long a long standing joke that he reminds of us or of us uh, of our Uncle Jack. That's hilarious. Our Going Bruce. into business for himself. <laughs> yeah, just yeah. like Uncle Jack. Yeah. <laughs> that's so funny. <laughs> So, anyways, this is great. Um, so Razor is over, like I said. And there's a nice hot action to, to start. 
Um, uh, nice drop kick off the top. There's no hard cam. Uh, the rope breaks in the middle of this thing. Yeah, but, is that a shoot break? Yeah, I, I don't think so. But but Owen doesn't miss a beat and starts choking uh, Razor with yeah, it. Yeah, I know. I know. And then they step out of the ring and they get back in the ring and things are fixed. Like it's like, hey, back, no problem. Um, uh, what's that? Must have, they must have edited that out. I, I, it didn't look like it. I don't know. Like it looked like maybe somebody they were able to throw it back together really quickly. Uh, who yeah, knows? Maybe. Razor with yeah. a nice uh, back body drop off the middle rope. Uh, the crowd is into his into him huge. The one two three kid shows up, uh, causes havoc, uh, tries for the razor's edge, and uh, goes over the uh, the top. Owen hits uh, Razor with the mic, gets the pin, but the match is immediately restarted because the right. belt is on the line. Uh, right. And Razor hits a quick roll. And I don't know if you heard this on the way out, but the guy announced him that the winner is Razor. No, uh, Ed, Ed Whalen says Razor yeah. Marone. Marone. I was like, oh. Yeah. And you just hear him pause. And he's like, do I fix it? Yeah. And he, and he didn't. He just left it. Yeah. <laughs> he commit to Marone. All right. So that gives us an opportunity to talk about. Uh, the, this announcer, who you get to hear, see a lot more of him here. This is uh, Ed Whalen. Uh, had you heard that name before? Had you heard anything about him before? I have, I have, uh, but again, probably just from you. Um, but I did really, I, I wasn't able to discern which one of the two voices I heard most often was him. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, yeah, no, I, I, I had not heard much of him, but I was impressed by what I heard tonight. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, this match though. Uh, it was good. Like it showed you, you know, where he had come. Like it's interesting to see because we're going to see, like we're seeing a lot of his repertoire here, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, we're seeing we're seeing kind of how it's all kind of put together into this package. That even though it wasn't as tightly policed, it was still like you know, if not as tightly as policed as to what you are and what they make you at that point. You know what I mean when you get up to the big leagues. Mm-hmm. Um, but. We, we did see that this was like, yeah, he's kind of got everything together here. We saw a lot of the greatest hits that we will see throughout here in their development stages. You know what I mean? Like that that one, uh, like he's been doing it forever, that one where he, that someone catches the first kick and then he comes around with the other leg. You know yes. what I mean? Like I don't know what you'd call that, but that's such an Owen uh, Wait, move. Wait, you're talking insiguri. Yeah. Uh, is that an insiguri? Well, when he catches yeah. the one leg, he would always put the one leg up. Yeah, and then boom, he would come by, come with the other leg, like right across the noggin. Yes, yeah, I guess that is. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we see a lot of that, but I think it's cool because we see it here in like kind of its finished form in what what Owen was, which is not not the baby face that we see uh, in this other footage. Yeah, that's kind of interesting. We started with him being a heel, yeah. mm-hmm. but we do see him. Uh, we do see that that he's kind of this is a craft that has been honed. You know what I mean? Like yeah. we're, we're we're seeing that more kind of raw talent up until this point. So I think this is like I thought it was weird that this guy had put this one first uh, when I was first watching yeah. this. But yeah. uh, like and I, as the more I watch, I'm like, ah, oh, it makes a lot of sense. Right. This is kind of like, OK, this is Owen Hart. This is this is the artist Owen Hart. Do you want to see right. where the artist Owen Hart uh, kind of became the artist Owen Hart? You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah so I was. Uh, you know, it's not a it's not a crazy great match or anything. I mean, both guys are great. Both guys do well. Like I thought, Razor uh, worked hard as well, and the crowd was way into it. Yeah. Uh, it's interesting seeing this uh, this crowd, and then the last crowd we're going to see, and all the crowd the crowd in between, right? The crowd in between is yeah. hilarious. Oh, but the cra- this WWF crowd, 
or mm-hmm. WF era crowd, or you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Uh, like like this is a, a, a an audience mm-hmm. full of WWF fans at the time. Oh, yeah. Um, but then we're gonna see the 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 late. Uh, I guess it's still WWF at the end there, and what that crowd was like in that last show. That was wild. Oh, um, insane! Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I will mention though, uh, not to be irreverent here, but I feel like Owen was moving into his wet hair phase of his career, right. and that for me right. is really where a lot of superstars really take off. Yes, you know, I've had I've had uh, argument, not arguments, to say uh, differences of opinion online with with close close friends. They know who they are. About about uh, wet hair versus dry hair for wrestlers. Yeah. They they think it's a name, but I think it makes the wrestlers look cool, yeah. and I think yeah. it adds a whole other layer. Like yeah. remember when yeah. Diesel, when Big Daddy Cool first wet his hair, we had the championship on that on that WWF uh, magazine. Like come on, yeah, that was the turning point. You think? Yeah, yep, yeah. He was yeah. He, he won my heart for about a year. Yeah, and, and that <laughs> was and many people consider 1995 to be the greatest year in the history of WWF. Interesting. No, nobody does. <laughs> nobody considers <laughs> Diesel's run to be, <laughs> to be the best year. <laughs> okay, sorry to take us off course. Yeah, no, but that's cool. No, I get that, the wet hair thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, okay, so we go from 95 all the way back from, mm. from like, the, the to the, from the dingy corral being used <laughs> for a nice, for a not, not a somewhat high quality show to the very, very dingy, dingier, much dingier. Yeah. Uh, Victoria Victoria Pavilion, which is where all of these uh, stampede shows that we're looking at here today, uh, and vast majority of stampede shows would take place at throughout its history. Um, it is. I should ask Zubin, have you ever been to Calgary? Uh, God, have I? Um, I have. I don't remember. <laughs> uh, no, I think I've stopped there. No, no. Honestly, I say that. I don't mean to be flippant. Uh, I must have stopped there, uh, like you know, in the airport on a flight somewhere else. Yeah. Uh, but in terms of the city itself, no, never. And I would like to one day. Yeah. So, like this place is right in the middle of the Stampede grounds. The Stampede grounds are where they have the Stampede, the greatest outdoor show on earth, like the PNE that they have out here. And, sure, sure. Uh, but with the rodeo and they, like it's next to the Saddle Dome. Okay. And it's, and sure. it's where the uh, the new arena is going to be built around there and that whole thing. But uh, there is – and the pavilion's right there too, which is normally during the uh, stampede. It's like done for like sheep shearing and like yeah. cattle, uh, you know, not not the rodeo events. Just like, you know, they walk out and they grade the, the, the cows or whatever they do. I don't even know, man. Um, <laughs> but uh, – so I guess like in that they were using it for it even then like at that time so it would it would always smell like like cow shit and like mm-hmm. uh, I guess it would just be like super smoky you can just tell how smoky it is. Um, but I'm that's sure where people who that smell, you know, a cigarette smell and and and, and cow shit. And yes. I guess that's wrestling. <laughs> that's my wrestling. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So. So, uh, yeah, and I had been back there, like, two, or not this summer, or like, last summer, yeah, we went back there, and it was uh, an anniversary of sorts, and they had a, a, a small little uh, kind of tribute to Stampede Wrestling there. It was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so, anyways, this is eight, I think this is 87 or 88. I think I want to say 87. The first match we saw was, so it was this Owen versus uh, Muck and Singh Sing. for the North American heavyweight title. And right away, uh, and this is a big beef a lot of people, especially like wrestling historian aficionados uh, have with Stampede, is that th- this starts at the eight-minute mark, and a lot of uh, Stampede is is clipped uh, and edited because they would always just try to fit everything in <coughs> for an hour-long show, and it wasn't so much 
about telling the full story of the match as it was getting people to, to buy tickets yeah. and, and come right um so that that's kind of a th- but you know so it's so it's it's virtually impossible to give these grades you know what i mean if you wanted to give them stars or whatever you just can't because you can't see the full match yeah i'll go thank god i was gonna say are we supposed to grade these things <laughs> yeah I thought, I thought i may have dropped some snowflakes on that last one on the last one we watched because we got to see that full match okay. uh, uh or not that i mean the, the very last match we're going to watch mm-hmm. um or we're gonna oh, get cool. to uh oh so right away we've got uh so here you see how they're building up that sympathy that baby baby face sympathy with like mm-hmm. young Owen. and they you gotta remember this is calgary who's seen all the brothers come through and this is like the youngest one the baby mm-hmm. uh and uh so and he always kind of had it but we should mention starting at this eight minute mark the crowd is hot of course they're hot because owen's wearing a bandage and it's and and muckinson clearly has a foreign object he keeps gouging into Oren, owen's eye that is covering up that is being covered up by this this bandage mm-hmm. uh, uh, the crowd hates it. They're screaming, audible screaming. All kinds of heat. Yes. All kinds of heat. Yeah. Owen is opened up. Waylon gets on the mic. And Waylon, is there a doctor? Can we have a doctor close by just to make sure? Like, that's so awesome. <laughs> the commentator that called for the doctor, yeah, too. He has, uh, to, stop. Yeah, he has right. to stop. He has to stop. The doctor has to intervene. Uh, is or no, eventually, and the doctor comes in and looks at him. He enters to look for any eye damage, and then there's a quick interview with the doctor. So what? What's that? Uh, what do you think? Like it's all like getting it right on the floor. On the floor, there's some swelling. Yeah, it's hilarious. Um, uh, so he gets him into a tree of woe. Waylon is just disgusted. Oh, no, we got to think. Got to. I gotta, I gotta cancel. I got this down. Doctor, the doctor calls to stop the fight. Uh, Owen still hits a drop click right after they stop the fight, and then a big body slam on the big man after the bell, uh, but then misses his flying headbutt. The crowd is crazy for him. They're just going nuts that he's finally shown some offense, but it's too little too late. Um, Bruce enters. Uh, Muckin Singh is, is rewarded the belt. Um, rewarded? Or just given right. to him. He returns, and he runs away. Uh, but he comes back with a kendo stick. Uh, Ron Ritchie comes down to save Bruce. Bruce is getting beat up. It's absolute madness. So it's just, just but, but super sympathy for the baby face Owen here. So this is, <laughs> this is in a word, this footage. What would you say, Zubin? Oh man, I would say, um, I would say it was a train wreck at times. Yeah. Uh, I, I would say the booking was a train wreck. Uh, to be honest with you, um, I thought, okay, so here, here's my, my mentality here. That, but the ref here is obviously the shits. You know, like, he's... Jürgen uh, Herman. He was well-known. You have no idea. The is he, like, red shoe? The seething hatred I had for <laughs> Jürgen Herman as a young man. Like, yes, he's the shits. He's awful. He's awful. Okay, okay so, uh, so I'm preaching to the choir here, but let, let, let me sing. Uh, that... <laughs> okay, so he he takes forever to give the yellow card, right? Like he's like, yes, this guy friggin' friggin' Muckin is just laying into him for how long? And the ref sees it, right? Like, I know. Okay, sorry, sorry. I know. I'll, I they know. Calm, calm down. It's the ref all right. sees it. Time. And then, like, I think after like, the eight-minute mark or whatever it is of him being just pummeled by these, he's like, okay, yes. you're now getting a yellow card. So, okay. Yes. <laughs> you're acknowledging. You may have crossed a line. <laughs> Okay, okay, and then, okay, then, the, then, then the, the the doctor is calling for a stoppage, yes. and the cop's like, nope, 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 we're waving that off, we're waving that off. Like, forget, forget the doctor's stoppage. I, I'm, uh, I'm going to business for myself here. He then, 
Okay. <clears throat> so he, I, I thought I was befuddled already, but then here's the coup de grace here. Yeah. He then takes the belt from Owen, right, for 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 a TKO, right, which was led by the fact that it was his shitty officiating that led to the TKO. Yeah. And so he takes this as I should take the belt from Owen and give it to uh, Singh. How yes. does that make any sense? I it's know. like you're you caused the situation, <laughs> and now you're. You know, I know. You're not. I know. <laughs> You know, I, I was know. I was outraged. I was outraged, I and this is what I'm talking. You know, I, I, I'll thank you for the first time, uh, probably many times tonight. That this is the kind of stuff that, like, I, I this is what I like about wrestling is like good. being outraged like this. I know. Kind of reaction, good. you know? I'm like, good, good. Yes, you can imagine. You can imagine me he watching will. this and like just feeling for my hero. Like I can't remember yeah. any of this footage too specifically. Again, as I said, outside of the the Zodiac and Jason stuff, I can remember. Uh, I, I can remember that feud quite a bit. But and but and I can really re- I can remember the like vivid or just images of um of of Owen always being in bandages like they would always <laughs> go to that they would always go to that like it's not enough for him to be like way smaller than this guy Singh than uh, Mucking they gotta take an eye from this some bitch too it's relentless it is now and this is not the first this is not the last time we will see uh. A, I work. Let's say that. That's right. That's right. I that's work right. in nut shots. That was that was uh, like. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm gonna be asking you about a dick kick. Uh, I got a dick kick dick kick question for you later. Okay, awesome. <laughs> We're not there yet. That's Bruce's bread and butter. <laughs> Anyways, because Bruce Bruce was doing the booking at this time. I think if he wasn't oh, at this time, it was definitely later. What was Stu's involvement at this point? I think I like like uh, peripheral at best. I I don't know. I don't know. Okay, um, I, I could be wrong though. Um, yeah, no, okay. Sorry. Uh, so that brings us to uh, our next match, which is a tag match from 1987, and is definitely noteworthy because uh, again we got Mukin Singh uh, again tagging with his his partner, the great Gama Gama Singh, and Owen Hart is tagging with Keiichi Yamada, uh, aka Jushin Thunder Liger. This year, oh, this, this Owen told this, me that. Yeah, 1987 <laughs> was a huge year. For uh, like wrestler Japanese wrestlers who would go on to become legends, who went through uh, Stampede. You have here, you have Liger. You have the guy who shows up at the end of this match, Hirohashi, who again is amazing. I mean, he comes out as Viet Cog number one. That was his time name at the time because oh, that shows you what they, how much they were thinking about putting th- thought into that character. Uh, and uh, 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 Hashimoto, I, I believe, was uh, Stan Hashimoto or not Stan Ooh. Hashimoto. Uh, yeah, the. Um, <laughs> So like three and legendaries, um, uh, Japanese wrestlers came through uh, Stampede, uh, and it's great. You read about uh, what Liger had to say about his time in Calgary. Uh, he said, uh, "Stu Hart is a very, very tough man." <laughs> hey, yeah. yeah, there you go. Everyone knew that already, but yeah. still, that, that's yeah, icing on the cake. So, yeah, so again, we're 15 minutes into this match. 15 minutes into this match. Mm. Uh, and this is another thing, like, like some people are, are, are 50-50 on Waylon's announcing. Uh, I, I love Waylon's announcing because yeah. his voice is my the voice of my childhood because he did uh, Calgary Flames games too, right? The, the broadcast booth at, at the Saddle Dome still for another however many years are going to be using this thing, if they use it ever again. Because <laughs> what's going to happen with hockey? I don't know. It's so crazy. Uh, but there's a booth up there uh, called the Ed Whalen uh, Broadcasting Booth. It's named after him. 
because mm. he used to like yeah like he said like when when Lanny McDonald scored his 500 goal he did it 500 like it's, it, that's like part of my childhood man like okay. like uh, so we it's hard for me he's like Uncle Ed man we talked about this again this is stuff uh, Kelly and I talked about when we were talking about Stampede a while back uh, it, it gets weird to see people. Like, cause like, as I said, wrestling fans don't like him because of his announcing. And sometimes he wouldn't put over the heels and, and he wouldn't, uh, he would kind of F up angles. There's a famous, uh, angle that he really effed up. We'll talk about it uh, a little later. Okay. Um, but also he was in charge of the editing. Uh, and so that the people really hold that against him. And, and as he got older, he started to get more and more disgusted, like shoot disgusted with what was happening with wrestling. So like him coming back to do that stew show was a big deal. Cause I think he has gone by like uh, 89 like late 89 or something like that so so anyways yeah this like that's the other thing that people don't like that we can't see these full matches you know what i mean like i'd love to see one heart Uh, i don't know i like these raw tapes might exist somewhere yeah but i don't know i don't know uh anyways um 15 minutes in the crowd is hot again uh mukin singh throws Kichi Yamada over the top, but which is an automatic disqualification stampede rules. It's not a yellow card, or you can get two yellow cards and a red card, or if you get thrown over the top rope, you're disqualified. But of course, it's Jurgen Herman, and even Ned Whalen and Davies are making fun. I'll give you a guess who's not lucky, you know? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have that in my notes. I love commentators are taking shots at the ref. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah it was his there. gimmick. It was his gimmick. Like, it's eventually that's what it was. What a shitty gimmick. Okay, can I ask you a quick side note question? Yeah. That when you have a certain type – so, I mean, this is a pattern we're going to see, not to not to kind of give away anything in the future, but, like, we're going to see a pattern of a lot of finishes coming down to just shitty officiating, yeah. right? Yeah. So do you think that just in terms of general philosophy of having in a match the referee the, – the, 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 the loss or the you know the offense being uh, the cause of referee's negligence. Do you think that takes away uh, heat from your heel and put it on the ref? Uh, it, it, yeah, I mean, yeah, it, it certainly can. It certainly can. Um, but it can also just like I remember at this time, like I mean, and I'm just like rod like energy at this time when I'm a kid watching this. It just 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 one other thing to be fucking angry about. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that so for that it worked for me, but I know what you mean. Uh, but like I remember, like you can tell that that like everyone hated Muck and Singh because there's so much heat. There's so yes. much, heat. and I, I feel like it's, it's going to the wrong place. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're like yeah, they're they're mad that this guy's got the championship, but it's yeah. not so much mad at him. It's mad that he's got it, and mad at the ref is is yes. what I think my response is. I don't know if that's everyone's response, but it certainly lends itself to that response. Yes, yes, I think so too. I mean. Muck and Singh had already done enough to be despicable, right? Yeah. You saw at the introduction of that match, it's like, all right, we're here with uh, the toilet ball. <laughs> that, was his, that was his nickname. He was well known for that. They would chant that, toilet ball, toilet ball. And he'd be like, shut up. And Muck and Singh, though, uh, one of the great, uh, heels, one of the great lost heels. Like right. the, he would go on to be, you know, Bastion Booger and uh, uh, Nick the Lunatic. I had no idea. I, I, okay, I obviously I knew who Bastion Booker is ever since I was a kid. Yeah. Uh, I've heard lots of people, Jericho included, to say lots of great things about uh, Muck, Muck and Singh. Yeah. And I wonder who the guy is. And I saw him tonight, and uh, um, and I'm like, okay, well, I'm not, I'm not. That's not exactly what I was expecting. Yeah, <laughs> but. Right. 
yeah anyway yeah i mean like but you can you, you, i mean you heard the heat man like those like owen is as great as we we love owen but this was this was his main like he has i said i remember that feud with uh, I, I shouldn't say i only remember the feud of uh I remember the angle with with Jason the Terrible and Zodiac, but the feud with the Hart brothers and and um, the Karachi Vice went on for like forever. It was always on, right? It was yeah. kind of like the Freebirds and the Von Erichs to some extent. Yeah. Um, yeah. so I always like we always hated Muck and Sing. So I think at this point, I mm-hmm. maybe maybe like he's done enough that they can find other <laughs> things to just make us even more fucking pull our hair out. Because that is yeah. that is the the the. That is the if there's one trend that we noticed with this footage, it's just fuck. Come on, Owen, no, like and things, yeah. things falling short time and time again, just getting yeah. screwed. I hope this but, wasn't all in one year. No, no, it is kind of all over the place. I'm looking at it here, but well, that is something like that's something that works for him. I think it definitely works for him. Like like oh like too much. Um, yeah. um, uh, but that's like especially for like I said, he's the baby. He's the baby face, uh, but he's the baby of the family. Um, but anyways, this is a mess. This this match, uh, they toss in Gamma, hits drop kick, um, a hot kick up. Like remember, he starts doing those those kip ups. He's a house of yes. fire. Yes. Uh, Muck and Singh uh, gets tangled up. The crowd loves it, and they do that double team, that extended double team when Muckin is tagged up, and they throw get Gamma into it. And that's so man, that's so my childhood. Yeah, yeah. yeah! Uh, like I can just like imagine jumping out of my couch and loving that stuff. Well, uh, it was a great vision. Right? For someone just flipping yes. through the channels and you see that, like, yes. that's like, it's a great video. And, and just using using one guy to throw, like, you know, to the other guy, that was, was fantastic. I really enjoyed yes. it. Yeah. But anyways, uh, they're double teaming. And Jerry Morrow, the champagne man, who we will see again and again Ooh. tonight. In that deep champagne. <laughs> the pop <Yeah>. beat. <laughs> Enters and hits a pile Fair driver. Champagne. <laughs> <laughs> he hits a pile driver on Kichi Yamada on the concrete. How many pile drivers are we going to oh. see in this footage, too? Uh, was that was the tombstone style, or was that the sit-down stuff? I, I can't remember, but we see yeah. a lot of both. We see a lot yeah. of everything. More of the tombstones. Yeah. Actually, okay, do you mind if I sidetrack one more time? No, go ahead. Okay, so I noticed that um, Owen, a few times uh, throughout this footage, he hits that tombstone, right? Yeah. Um, where he lands on his knees. Yeah. And again, like, you know, with full reverence and, you know, don't, no disrespect to the dead or anything like that. But uh, it takes – I can't help but think about Steve Austin when I see him hit that tombstone, right? I know, yeah. Or, or, or not, it's obviously not the same tombstone. So here's the question. Do you have any thought to why, like, when he's doing all these tombstones in, like, as, as a youngin, and this is what he's used to, why switch it up when when – he uh, goes to WWE because I'm sure a lot of the listeners may have heard the the uh, interview with Austin where he said that he had the conversation with Owen, yeah. about, like you know, like so how are you planning on doing it? And he tell and Owen tells him he's planning on sitting down. Yeah, though it's the Tombstone style, right? Yeah, and uh, and and uh, Austin thought he was joking, right? And but that's what he ended up doing. And um, any thoughts on why you would switch that up at that point? <clears> hmm. <throat> Maybe sitting down is a lot le- like it's or it's not a lot less. It's a subtly less. Uh, it's more of a heel thing to do as opposed to if you're jumping onto your knees, you can give it a little more oomph, like yeah, and stick it. You know what I mean? Just like take Where, does. Yeah. Right. Yes. Or like yeah, totally. <laughs> right. Whereas you think of like uh, the the old sit down, you think of um, the way Jerry Lawler used to do it, and and like yeah. you know, even though he would do it as a face and a, a heel, but you can see how. I said maybe like that's theoretically maybe that's what Owen's thinking. Like if they're thinking about all these little things, I know Owen had to change his move set 
significantly yeah. when he when he uh, came there and had to be a heel. Right. Yeah. Uh, so anyway. that, you know, that might be part of it. Um, anyways, yeah. there's a splash on Owen, and I, I wrote down here, yeah, awful refing. And Viet Cong one <laughs> returns without the mask. So this is probably the first time we ever saw Hiro Hashi without a mask, because uh, he would become a he. He. I remember Hiro Hashi being there in my my formative years too. He was uh, again like, if you want to see somebody, he always had his ribs taped. It was just like, oh, this guy. They're always gonna wow. Now they're gonna oh, work his ribs yeah. now. You know what I mean? Oh, good luck. Yeah. DDP wouldn't let it go. Yeah. <laughs> um. But again, yeah, so it's just more of the same here. Uh, anything else you want to add to this footage or the, what we watched? Uh, what do I have here? No, no. Um, really, the only uh, – I like the hot tag. I haven't mentioned that yet. Uh, the really great hot tag from Owen where uh, yeah. he comes in and yeah. beats the shit out of both of them. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and, the, and actually, you know, what's a hot tag without the reaction? And, like, the reaction was so sustained, you know, like mm-hmm. for quite a while. Mm-hmm. And, uh, no, it was, it was good. Uh, but beyond that, no, good solid match. You can tell that he is just beloved here. So, uh, so the, this next match. So here's how I can tell if stuff is from '88 or earlier, uh, or '80, 80, 80 earlier. '87 is uh, whenever there's white ropes. Whenever there's all oh. white ropes. Okay. okay. Um, so that's when I think this is '86. This next match we saw, which is uh, Great Gamma versus Owen Hart. Uh, so at this point, Owen is 21 years old. We hear that uh, later. This is probably the earliest footage we watched of him. Uh, right away, you hear uh, Ed Whalen say his famous line, this is, uh, which has become a well-known uh, 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 wrestling uh, uh, viewing uh, clip night here in Vancouver called Ring a Ding Dong Dandy. Uh, <laughs> I now know where that comes from. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Uh, and, he's, and like seeing that, dude, like that is so, seeing that 2 and 7 logo come up on there, uh from the, like that is so embedded in my subconscious. Like I had like, Oh yeah, this used to be on TV all the time. I'd see that all the time. Uh, and Davies, uh, Jim Davies is the uh, side guy, uh, his uh, color commentator uh, who really sums up recaps. What sounds like great action. Again, we're starting in here later, but we see a female valet on the outside. I cannot remember what her name is. I think we hear later. Uh, I can't remember it either. Yeah. Uh, anyways, there's an awesome flying elbow from Owen here. An awesome flying elbow, like a Macho Man Randy Savage. Uh, yes. So. Okay. I mentioned that in my notes. Where the hell yeah. is it? Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mentioned the height and distance he gets on the elbow, which was just yeah. fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. This is non-title because he's too young, right? Like, he has to earn it, right? Like, he's just been given this match. But the crowd is so behind him already. Again, it's the baby. He's finally showing himself. Uh, Gamma, uh, uh, so uh, Jurgen Herman warns Owen about the nuts kick. Uh, and yeah. and then kind of like because he, he's yes he's teasing <laughs> it like he's gonna do it he's teasing it like he's gonna do it like trying oh. to get the crowd and then he decides not to and then he ends up just getting a nuts kick from Gamma and Owen hits hits him in the nuts uh, I like Great Gamma a lot he's a real blue chipper in the ring he had a cup of coffee in WWF ah. uh, he made an appearance on uh, one of the Tuesday Night Titans back in the day um, well, yeah he's a, a great heel. Uh, he eventually gets Owen in a Cobra clutch or his Cobra, that, uh, that sleeper hold, uh, a lot of face and peril here from Owen, which is where you, you yeah. really see how the crowd is just getting behind him. Just the way there's just kids screaming for him in the audience. Yeah. Uh, Owen eventually gets snaps on the sleeper himself. The manager who is like somebody, uh, Greg, uh, somebody Grego Javago throws salt in the eyes. Oh. Like, there's just so many people involved. Oh. Another, okay. another, yeah, another no contest, but that salt didn't really go anywhere. It just kind of just, it's like he was like wishing someone good luck after a wedding. 
yeah, it's true. Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. The the, the missing completely notwithstanding. <laughs> like that's this shows you how strong I am, strongly committed I am to like the story. Like to me, that made no difference at all. They didn't hit him. Like I yeah. get it. Story wise, yeah, I hit him. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's yes, fine. yeah. Sure. I, don't, I don't care, right? Uh, but what really pissed me off here? <laughs> so he got disqualified, and so oh, he gets disqualified. I'm sorry, sorry. He gets he gets uh he gets um salt thrown in his eyes and then owen somehow gets disqualified i don't understand that like yes i know i know i know like when he when he came to but he remembers what happened to him right yes yes so So i think what happens what's up with that so maybe Zhivago at the time is supposed to be in owen's corner and then revealed himself to not be with him or something i don't know i don't know well, again it was a mess that was... like leanings now yes there's something like that i'm learning about a minute <laughs> i don't know yeah you're right it was another mess but another schmoz like that's just finishing with schmozes that's what bruce yeah. would go to all the time yeah, that word came up a few times in my head actually schmoz because <laughs> brett uses that a lot in uh, rest yeah. of shadows yeah for so sure i've always had that term in my head as a kid yeah. anyway go on uh so that brings us yeah we we go we skip ahead again back up to 1989 here we got another feud that I can remember loving as well. Owen Hart versus Bad News Allen. Bad News Allen, before he became Bad News Brown in uh, uh, WWF, was awesome. Was a great heel and had a really great uh, run in Calgary. Um, uh, this is for the North American Heavyweight Championship. I've, over the last, I don't know, year or so, I've kind of got gotten through uh, some other various footage and through... The podcasts uh, I've been listening to that kind of lead me towards watching some of uh, uh, Bad News' old work. And he is great, man. Sure. He is a, a bit of a prototype for the Stone Cold Steve Austin character. No kidding. You go back and watch it, uh-huh. like uh, the promos he cuts are like, it's like, it, like, and, and Austin's never, like, uh, has kind of gone back and like, huh, I guess you're right. Like, he was never doing it directly. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, he never was a direct homage. But, like, if you go back and you watch, like, even, like, down to the, the outfit. Uh, this was something really? that uh, uh, Peter oh. Winston first, uh, uh, I think, kind of was the first I had heard noticing. He's uh, another uh, podcaster here on the PWO M network. Uh, he does Greetings from Allentown. It's a great show, man. Like, I got... Oh. Uh, um, uh, especially because and, and you, you talk about not knowing or like not wanting to know the 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 finishes to things right and i think like like if you pick enough an obscure amount of or spot in time or obscure enough like territory sometimes yeah it is all new to you do you know what i mean absolutely so, oh man <clears throat> yeah gone down on, on um on uh what's it called um uh, mid-south wrestling yeah awesome cool oh, yeah. oh that was yeah, actually that i really enjoyed it cool that's what allentown is really really good for uh, so I'd recommend uh, here on the PWOM network oh, for a little while. He's going off on his own again. Uh, he deserves it. It's just, it's just a great show. So 1989, Owen Hart versus Bad News Al for the American Heavyweight Championship. Uh, we're at the 10-minute mark. Um, Owen is already uh, doing flips, uh, like like uh, near falls all over the place. Dick um, kicks all over the place. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, cr- can I ask you about this? Like, yeah. sorry, sorry to interrupt you. Um, so... This is the second time I've seen him teasing the uh, the, the low blow. So it, it was this like a face maneuver in Calgary? Oh, yes, yes, but they would never. 
the the bad the 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 face would ask for, if should I do it to the crowd all the time and the uh, crowd would always cheer for it but they'd yeah. always uh, like if you were a, a face you would hit the uh, in the bread basket or okay, okay. or you do with like Owen oh, to do here which is like oh. kind of jump on his head right right oh yeah right this time yeah. he did yeah okay fair enough right yeah so uh, yes I noticed that too that is a pretty unique uh, uniquely Calgary trick <laughs> as far as I know it's like um, a heel maneuver sir yeah <laughs> yes. The crowd, especially if he always hit it in the balls, like yeah, get yeah. him in the balls, my okay. hero. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I saw it repeatedly. Like, okay, was this a thing? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, the, but the crowd is biting on every near fall. It felt like the execution is crisper. We definitely see from Owen here. The, the, I like that leg drop off the top, uh, an atomic drop for a near fall. Uh, the crowd is chanting. Lots of girls. Uh, he puts on the Boston Crab. Waylon uh, takes some time off. Uh, I remember at some point uh, Owen's uh, trying just about everything. There's a really nice gut wrench pile driver he does here that Ooh, where he brought yeah. him up to that. Yes. That was awesome. Yeah, beautiful. He took way too long to get up to fly, so it, to go up and hit. I remember he's taking too long to fly. This was such a. <laughs> I love it. And Alan gets like gets the stuff. knees up. Uh, finally hits a drop kick off the top rope. But then who should show up? Of course. How do you think? Hey, if I should have said, how do you guys think this match is going to end? Schmoz? Of course. Because schmoz, anyone? Muck and sing. <laughs> Would you like some schmoz with your wrestling match? Muck and sing shows up. It's a cross. Uh, somebody hits a crossbody. Oh, yeah. Owen hits a crossbody to the outside on him. And Bad News just decides, fuck this shit, and attacks the ref. <laughs> Just plugs the ref. Okay, so oh I'm waiting. He, he hits the ref, and I'm waiting for Owen Hart to get disqualified. Yeah, no kidding, right? <laughs> right? How's he Owen going to get screwed out of this one? Yeah, and the two of them just take no, they take Owen's head into the ring post. It doesn't look like they blocked it at all. It's like straight mm -hmm. noggin to the head post. That looked, or to the ring post. That looks harsh. Uh, but this was, this was looking like a good match. This is when we were starting to see mm. some of that famous Owen Hart work rate. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, but again, you know, as because we're we're in the Wild West, is the Calgary Stampede. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Can end can end in a in a no. in a tentative finish. Clean as a sheet. So what do you think, Bruce? Clean as a sheet. Like, what the fuck did you just say? <laughs> Get out of my office. <laughs> Get out of my office. <laughs> oh my Add god. Some nut shots. <laughs> yeah, some we nut need shots. more nut shots. Plus cowbell, more nut shots. <laughs> Said nobody ever. Yeah. So <laughs> we go forward to what I believe is uh, October '89. Uh, uh -huh. I'm guessing because of like the, the the dates that they talk about here. Mm -hmm. And this is uh, a, a tag match with uh, somebody. Uh, somebody is kind of persona non grata uh, in term in wrestling circle. That's Chris Benoit. He's tagged with. Oh, Owen Hart. of course, yes. But he's against uh, the guy I've mentioned here a couple times, Jason the Terrible, and his like handler, the Zodiac. Jason the Terrible. What a what a cool and uh, idea! Like they just kind of came out of nowhere. I guess innovative, yeah, yeah really innovative. Like, like, outside the box, all those yeah, cliches. Yeah. yeah, I mean the Zodiac is a is a creative character. Like if you're gonna take a, a guy, name him after a, like a famous serial killer. That was pretty cool. And this was like the Zodiac is was is played by Barry O, a guy who was a, was a WWF jobber who who has shown up in the last two Mystery Titans Theater episodes I've done with uh, Kelly and. And Johnny, and he's hilarious. Uh -huh. He's 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 uh, he's Randy Orton's uncle. 
Oh, no kidding. Like Cowboy Bob Orton's uh, uh, brother. Okay. Um, and so this was like, and we're talking about this. This was probably the only time he had a main event program was here in Calgary. And uh, okay. like he famously, like, uh, and this is part of like when people talk about when Ed Whalen uh, has issues as, as an announcer, that when Zodiac was finally revealed as a, as a, um, as who it was, they took the mask off when he was unmasked. Uh, there was just like silence, like that is like the end of like this long angle. They took the mask off, mm-hmm. and he's like, you hear Ed Whalen just no sold it the whole thing. Like, I have no idea who that is. <laughs> and there's a bit of a pause, and there's a bit of a pause and a break, and then you can you finally hear Jim Davies say, "It's Barry O." And so, 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 and so he has to explain who that is to everybody, but. But so this was a time when I was watching a lot. Uh, so Owen had gone to WWF and come back. This was after he had come back. Uh, he had gone off to WWF to be the fir- his first very short run as a Blue Blazer. The Blue Blazer. He had a match with uh, uh, Perfect at WrestleMania Five, and then uh, d- didn't stick. Uh, went to back to Japan for a little bit. Uh, I'm thinking, dude, we should go. We should. I want to do a. A revisit of uh, Owen's Japan work at some point. Oh, that'd be funny. Um, but um, <clears throat> but this is after he had come back and he's still just beloved, so beloved. Uh, so this opens up with uh, guess what? Pile driver. You could probably see, you could probably guess <laughs> it's going to be pile driver or nut shots. Uh, <laughs> that should be the title of this episode. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> pile drivers and nut shots. <laughs> the Stampede Wrestling story. Uh, knee off the top was really nice. A nice power slam. Um, Zodiac has has put on some pounds from when I like the the time that we're watching him in '86 uh, as Barrio, sure. um, but this was a good character for him. Uh, Jason goes after uh, uh, Benoit. And this again, Zodiac causes a schmoz. He goes after him on the outside. There's a good running power slam from uh, Owen here uh, with a two count. Uh, Zodiac is two yellow cards at this point. <laughs> so many pile drivers. I just this have written is, this down is here. Where I finally figured out how the the yellow card thing worked because I actually yes. explained it. Yes, but that's this, right. This was the thing that I was going to mention early on where you cut me off. Sorry, sorry, <laughs> like, buddy. No, no, but you said bring it up organically, so I'm going to force it in here. Okay, cool. <laughs> um, no, but um, you were saying, uh, or I was going to say about I, I like how they don't necessarily just hold your hand and explain it, like how it works, you know what I mean? It's a yeah. WWE thing where they're going to basically like kind of beat it over your head, where this is kind of like the onus is on you to try and uh, understand how it works, and it, it's almost like a real sport, you know what I mean? Like when you're when you're watching uh, like hockey, they're not explaining to you how icing works, for example. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And, yeah, uh, yeah no, So, no, I did enjoy that, and um, I – yeah, no, um, I, the, the match itself was what it was, um, but I thought the, I, I enjoyed the commentary here as well. I, I comment about the about enjoying the commentary. I don't know. I yeah. it throughout all the matches, actually. Cool, cool. Yeah, dude, I love his voice. I love his voice so much. Mm-hmm. Ed Whalen's voice. It's just it's just mm-hmm. nostalgia Absolutely. to Calgarians. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so, yeah, just chaotic energy leads to a double D- DQ. Uh, the post-match interviews. This was a, a Stampede Wrestling uh uh, staple too is that they would and not just stampede but but where they would interview them in the ring live oh, yeah. uh, right after the match so they're still fired up and that <laughs> this was smart i think especially for younger guys um and for not people who weren't the best promos right because you're better there's a better chance that you're gonna be more fired up if you're post-match right sure um especially if it's gone well um yeah. 
Uh, and so, uh, like, and you know, we we hear brief, really quick little things here from Owen, and uh, uh, you shall not be well, named. That's literally uh, what I was gonna say. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, your thoughts? What were your feelings on watching these two promos side by side? Uh, I thought you see the fire, right? He doesn't have. Oh, you mean the two of them? Uh, 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 yeah. I mean, like, it was fine. I'm ready. I like. I was happy that that Benoit was quick. Like it was really, yeah. it was really just like two sentences, right? Uh, and, yeah. And and you know, like, dude, what do you, what do you do with that? I, yeah. I, like, I, I, yeah. I, I, guess I think they're both fine. They're both fine. They both, they both did what they, what they, what they were set out to do. There sure. wasn't. They didn't put a much, uh, like, a ton of thought into it, or try, you can tell clearly not scripted, right? Like yep. none of this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I know. Well, I this know. is all like them trying yeah. to come up with stuff. It was kind of a weird emotion that I had watching this. It was almost like it wasn't even layers. It was like I, I felt one way, and then I had to realize it. It was almost like stages, you know. Yeah. And I'm almost kind of like <laughs> thinking of it out of context of just watching it just as a promo, like in a bubble. Yeah. I'm thinking like, oh my god, like. This is almost kind of cringy, you know what I mean? I know, I know. That's so green, right? But yeah. that's the kind of feeling endeared. It's kind of an endearing thing, like oh, you know, it's kind of cute, you know, in right. a way. Because you know what they they turned not that not that um, Benoit turned into like you know the greatest promo or anything like that. But then okay, but speaking of Benoit, but then I kind of felt the heartbreak, you know what I mean? Of, of right. I think both these guys are gone, yeah. and then also that added layer of realizing what Benoit had done and kind of thinking like you know, yeah. It's like it's uncomfortable to watch, you know what I mean? And it is. So it's kind of going through those phases, and you know, it was a pretty quick realization of all those things. But it was, it's interesting how these kind of situations can just bring on such complex reactions. I know. I, mean, I know. I know. I, I am conflicted. I don't. I don't really feel comfortable watching, going back and watching Benoit matches and whatnot. Um, yeah. You yeah, know, not either. not that I would ever, uh, you know, deny that his legacy or whatever. Sure. Um, but and it's, it's almost in the same vein as watching an Owen match, though, because it is kind of bittersweet. You know, you can't really enjoy it or, or, you know, on that pure level where it's like, you know, he died so tragically that, you know, it, it, it's it's it is sometimes a little bit difficult to watch I know. and lose yourself in the match. But when you have that kind of the back of your head. But yeah. Anyway, sorry. No, I get it. I get it. Yeah. But I mean, what, here what you saw here. Yeah, I, I think that's the best way to describe it to guys who are a little green, especially Benoit. Um uh, but they said enough to to get you excited for the for next week's matches. They did what they sure. needed to do. Yep, absolutely. Yep. Uh, so then we go back to uh, 1987. This is uh, Owen Hart versus the Great Gamma for the mid heavyweight uh, belt, which this is the equivalent uh, or the the Commonwealth mid heavyweight belt. We call it. It was like the equivalent okay. of the of the IC strap. Gotcha. Yep. Um, uh, so ga- opens with a gamma's got a half crab on uh, my my our buddy our mutual buddy Max always says I always have room for a half crab. <laughs> I love that. Um, and we see an ad on the bottom for Klondike Days, which that tells me that this was an Edmonton feed because oh. Edmi- Edmonton does the uh, or the, this whoever recorded this version because that that's Edmonton's answer to the Stampede. It's the uh, the poor man's Klondike or the poor man's Stampede. Sorry, sorry, Edmonton, fight me on that one, right? Don't nobody <laughs> know about no Klondike Days. Yeah, nobody can. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, so we're at the five minute mark, so we're not missing a mu- uh, missing a ton here. Uh, Gamma's uh, has been already, be- but we already have Gamma's been given two uh, yellow cards. Um, <laughs> here we go. Really, Gamma's really working the uh, injured leg of uh, of Owen here. This is good. That's that old school uh, heel mentality. Uh, we see that kip up after the drop kick uh, gets the crowd hype. 
Uh, I think Jim Davies bothers me. I don't like Jim Davies in this. I, I like Waylon, but Jim Davies, the guy on the outside, is just a little too, huh? Like as you said, yeah. Like he's just a little. He doesn't bring anything, right? He's just yeah. kind of like a parrot. Yes, man. Yeah, yeah, big time. Um, drop kick off the top, uh, a hard flat back bump off of that drop kick, and you know that those. This is I don't remember remember seeing this, but you know that back then that's nowhere near as soft as as it oh, was. Oh god. Um, okay. Oh yeah. Here's her. Her name is Miss Honey. The uh, the valet uh, on the outside. Yeah. There you go. Miss Honey. Yeah. That sounds right. Yeah. And we're introduced to a whole bunch more characters here. Yeah. Yes. I might have missed some of the names. It was so. There's a guy named Rosenbloom who interferes. <laughs> They're all from. And he gives knuckle dusters to Gamma. This was yeah. a big. This was knuckle dusters. <laughs> had you heard this term? Had you heard this term nope. before this? Never. No. Never. That's so funny, man. Because stampede. It, that's just like such a term. That's just etched in it they would oh oh, he's got the knuckle dusters look out are these like brass knucks essentially yes yes essentially brass knuckles or i think it's just uh like usually it's just like like somebody like has taped up some metal (laughs) or something it usually just looks like tape not even the real uh they had like a wild finish it's too much to keep track of but gamma retains and he throws the, the the cobra sleeper hold on uh, Owen again, and Jerry Morrow enters with the champagne. He's partying. There's a post match interview with everyone. Muck and Singh here is awesome. He yeah. doesn't have to like he comes in and just really just leans in everybody, and you can feel the the heat there. Uh, the champagne Muck, man. Gamma. It was Gamma talking, no? Yeah, uh, Gamma talks too, but Muck and Singh talks as well. Like okay, I feel okay. like like it was just full of everybody celebrating. Yeah, sure. uh, this like tainted win, of course. Um, <laughs> of course, yeah, of course. They give the microphone. Yes, yeah, exactly. They give the microphone to Champagne Man, and he's incomprehensible. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. Like, what does this guy got to say? I know, I, know but I love it. That adds like, to oh, his guy. Like yeah. that would make you hate him even more, man. Like it's just, uh, well, it's like, just more. more. Bottle. <laughs> he yes. got drunk before the party, yes. and now his moment has come. <laughs> you know, <laughs> just more chaos as they're leaving. Like, and then like they're they're with Davies, and then it finally cuts to Owen. With with Ed and it's a somber post match promo. He's just like I'm just depressed about the whole thing. I love that line. I'm just depressed. I like about it too. The whole thing. It, yeah. felt, it felt kind of sincere. Yeah, I love that. Like this kind of great. Here we see that great baby face promo. And this reminds me of uh, there's a really famous uh, Stampede Wrestling promo with uh, Archie Stomper Goldie or uh, Archie Goldie, and he uh, he gives uh like it's just like he talks about i never put my hands on a young boy and it just like has the same kind of like like low-key kind of intensity um uh, but it feels real uh it's good yeah i like it a lot yeah Uh, anything else you want to add to this um i guess there was a couple times actually this just to speak to owen selling here as a a baby face Mm -hmm. um it it might it may or may not have appeared in this match alone but um, one thing that I've noticed about him, like, you see so many baby faces today, like, to get sympathy, they feel like grabbing their back and, like, looking at the sky and screaming. Yes. Like, is selling, yes. you know? And a lot of what Owen does is just so kind of, like, downplayed, you know? Like, for example, I feel like the way he gets a lot of his heat is, like, when he'll, for example, I remember in the Razor match, I should have brought this up during the Razor match, mm-hmm. but when Razor brought him down for that back suplex from the, from the second rope or the top rope, yeah, the way Owen sold that, even though like um, I guess he was a heel at the time, but like still, the way he sold it was like he just like kind of went limp, like it knocked him out. Yes, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I really like that. That like that makes me feel like damn, like shit, did he hurt himself? 
You know, like, or like, or, or or I feel bad for the guy, you know. But but when they're over the top, they're screaming and yelling. It's like you know, it's 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 a bit much for me. It almost takes me out. You know, yeah. so I kind of like the subtlety of his selling. Uh, so I'll, I'll throw that in there. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, yeah. So that brings us to October ninth, nineteen eighty seven, and Owen Hart as a singles match against Jason the Terrible. Yeah. That great character, that really unique character. I remember yeah. it scared scared the shit out of me, man. And sure. when we went back. Uh, when we were in high school, we watched uh, Rocky Mountain Wrestling, not at, and it had some some uh, some uh, wrestling uh, uh, cast off, some Stampede cast off, and he was one of them. But he didn't wear the mask at that time; okay. he just still just wore the thing. Uh, and some other characters like like Beef Wellington. But we saw that's where I think I've told you that's where I first saw Lance Storm wrestle. That's the first time I ever saw I saw Jericho and he stood out like a sore <laughs> thumb. Man. It was crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, <clears throat> but. Um, uh, so that's what, like Jason the Terrible was always a heel. Like, uh, like, uh, like I, I see it now. It's just like, oh my god! Like, come up with something. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, know. But, uh, I kind of thought that a little bit. Yeah. Also, the small, the smaller territory. Not, not that you know, I, it wouldn't count as a small territory. But like, you know, the ter- territories back then were known for kind of using those kind of gimmicks. You know, on the low key, and it's not like now where you know you'll get a cease and desist like within yeah. like two yeah. weeks or whatever. You know, yes. like you're able. Yeah. To- fly to the radar yeah. so it was you know it was commonplace so i mean yeah, yeah. I, I didn't uh and it was over and the gimmick was over man like uh like big time because as you'll see like every time like so we'll get into this like uh it starts late again and right away we, here we see owen hit a ddt like again like man we should have been keeping track uh, like uh, i thought of this later we should have been keeping track of how many different moves owen does sure. because there are certain wrestlers like we all know about the five moves of death right and they <laughs> of just stick to it of doom pardon me um, but, but Owen does so many different moves in all of these different matches. Yeah. Um, uh, so true. Um, Owen tries to remove the mask and the crowd right away. is like, yeah, get it off of him. Get it off of him. Because, because it's not because he's, he, he's trying to shame him or anything. It's like, because he's been using it as a weapon. <laughs> and, you, and you see it. Uh, Owen just trying everything. Uh, I say anything he wants in the ring. Great heat. Um, it moves to the outside and again, a double count out another schmoz to, to take you away from more chaos, but it was good. Like, Oh, nice work. He, I love when he, uh, you show him like, um, you see him working with this base. I don't think Jason wasn't as good of a base for him as we'd see, uh, Mucken in, in some of these matches, but, uh, you saw like a really good, uh, crucifix pin here that he was able to do with somebody who's not the most limber, limber guy. And it shows here you see really kind of Owen, uh, uh, doing the, the proverbial kind of broomstick type uh, match. Yes. Yeah. You know what uh, I said about this? Not yeah. a lot to say about this one. A bit clunky. <laughs> I assume they were setting up for a future match. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, but that, but that brings us to I think this is related to again. So Owen's this is a promo from '87. The one I Owen promo. Yeah, the one like Owen promo uh, post flash fire attack. Uh, and again, he's got an eye patch on it. Owen speaks softly mm-hmm. with it, with an eye patch about his career, uh, and he's mad at Muck and Sing. Uh, and again, enters enters Munka. He's a, a Bruins fan. He's always, he's always <laughs> wearing, he always wore that. Dislike him already. Yes, I know he is a Canucks fan. Not but I should yeah. tell everybody. Um, um, but like he would always wear that and he'd wear an Oilers uh, uh, jersey too. That would drive us fucking crazy. Um, <laughs> he enters and then Gamma and Bruce comes down. It's nut shots for everybody. Um, Throw up all the Skittles. 
Yeah, Rotten Ron Star enters with a kendo stick, and then Stu comes in. And Stu's like, no selling anything. Like, this was just, this was the biggest mess. This is his universe. Yes, yes. This was hilarious. Into like, this is like, I. Go on, yes. <laughs> you know, it's no, like it's Galactus. Like... It's like Galactus entering, uh, yeah, entering yeah. the Avengers. That's right. That's right. That, yeah, it was just like absolute mess. But this was like by even by Stampede standards, this looks like like when we used to film uh, wrestling on my trampoline in parts, just because nobody's selling. Like everybody's selling each other with everything. <laughs> Y'all selfish, man. Yeah, selfish. Yeah. No one, no one sold for nobody. <laughs> yeah. How so... long that promotion do? Yeah, <laughs> no, not well, not well. You didn't sell a dime. <laughs> not a, not, I mean, uh, God, we, we, we loved it. I mean, they had a dedicated fan base. Okay, there you go. All, all free, all friends. Uh, yes. <laughs> um, so right after this, like after this, uh, again, more bad. This Owen delivers a fired up promo. This one yes. is oh my wild. God. That's literally what I said about it. It was fired. Yeah, cool. yeah. Yeah, that was great. Probably the best promo we saw. Um, and Bruce joins in a little bit at the end. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Bruce, kind of yeah. Not, not to be outshone. Yeah, yeah. Always got to get the <laughs> last one. Um, so this was good to just see that, to see Owen uh, do that. Uh, and that kind of fired up uh, Babyface. Uh, this is another year yeah. beyond anything we've seen. Because we've, we, we, we've been told by him he's frustrated and that he's, he's not going to have enough. Like he, yeah. or the, 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 sorry, the, the, he's had enough, right? Yeah. He's not going to take anymore. But really, this time when he like ripped off that, and like they did a pretty good makeup job on that. Like I guess he just closed his eyes. Yes, and that's what it looked like. Yeah, but like it was good. You know what yeah. I mean? I, I thought it was believable. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, yeah, that and, was wild. And the, and the way they they were just like digging that kendo stick into the eye there, these like oh, legs uh, kicking them up. Oh, uh, uh, those sons of bitches! Yeah, <laughs> what a shit <laughs> show, man! Up about what? A schmoz, another schmoz, <laughs> another schmoz, of course. <laughs> but this leads us to another promo later. Uh, 87, he's still blind, a basic babyface uh, fire promo. Uh, it was clumsy, but it was all heart, again. Yeah. Um, we're still seeing him younger here, but it's all coming from just like this real place where he he knows he has to hit a real place. Even if he's not going to get the words out right, he's going to have yeah. some heart behind it. And this is something that would follow him later, as we know. Yeah. Famously, he once said, uh, that's why I kicked your leg out of your leg. <laughs> classic kicked his leg right out of his leg yeah but i love but like you just see like he's just pure energy on it right like and it's just coming out so uh like i, I like it but this is cool that we got to see uh brett show up as a heel yeah. at, for, as a tag team champ this is when he's in wwf this is a rare appearance at this point right. and he shows up uh he talks about wwf coming to calgary and the, who i can't remember who they're taking on the killer bees or something like that right. and uh i really like the the one thing that started here is brett really puts over mucking here right right yeah. like this guy's really been uh causing trouble like a little <laughs> i'm not too crazy about it and that was good that was a really nice touch you know i love when veterans do that or, or i mean he wasn't a veteran back then but i mean he was to stampede right yeah but like um this idea of like just using just just using your influence to put over new guys, you know. I mean, just as a side note, I know you haven't been watching um, AEW or anything like that, but um, have you heard anything about Jericho's um, commentary that he's like, he's been on like he covered for a couple of weeks. Anyway, point being, there's one guy named Pineapple Pete. He kept who's in the crowd or whatever. He's an indie wrestler. He kept bringing him up. You know, I hit that idiot Pineapple Pete. You know, and he's like, I'm like, dude, like you don't need to bring this guy up at all. But like, yeah. you know, he does that, and I love. Yeah. Wrestlers do that, you know, that 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 selflessness and that cool. yeah. of, of just actively wanting the business to continue by 
you lending your endorsement to somebody else means something. It, it, yeah. it, it means it, it lends value to that person. Yeah. Big time. Big time. Yeah. yeah. I'm glad we both uh, picked up on that. That was a, a nice little subtle thing. Cause that's like, yeah. you know, aside from the thing, he's just, he's basically selling tickets to the WF house show that's coming there. Right. Um, but uh, like if he's going, okay, yeah, this is, uh, from what I've seen, this is who I need to kind of put over here for, not yeah. only for this, cause this wrestler deserves it, but because it's good for the company that we're yeah. like, wow, this guy's even got Brett pissed off. You know what I mean? Brett, Brett's all business, you know? Yeah. Brett, yeah. Brett, well, I mean, for, for, for time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh no. You know? Ah, well, that's a whole other, that's a whole other conversation. No Brett respect. I met the man and the guy is a saint. He yeah. treats you like you're the only one in the room. That's cool, about. buddy. Happy what? to hear that. Yeah, I got to meet him, uh, twice. Oh, I mean, like not extended. Beep, beep. Once was like, once was just like uh, he was signing uh, the book. Uh, he was a, he was at the baseball game. The other time I was like smashed with my brother at the stand oh, no. and, and oh, like at no. this Cowboys and we just kind of walked by. My brother's like, dude, it's Bret Hart, and he just kind of walked by. Like he did, he had to walk past it. He got to shake his hand. He said, "Oh, you're my hero." <laughs> in my in a drunken stupor, you're my hero, Brett. And then afterward, Paula, my brother and I are like out having a smoke in the back, and my brother's like, "I feel like crying." I'm like, "I know, me too, man. That was crazy." <laughs> Can I just give you a, a real quick Brett thing that um, like interaction between him and my brother, he and my brother. Yeah. Um, we met him last year and um, basically my, my brother, like we both grew up on wrestling essentially. And uh, yeah. Brett and Owen yeah. were our guys. Right. Like yeah. trust in like Brett and I like, I'm sorry, trust in like Owen and I, Brett, cause I'm the bigger brother. He's the younger brother. Right. So uh, he and I both got to meet Brett together and we brought this up to him. Right. Um, and, uh, I remember saying this to Brett, like I, I told him the whole thing and like, but right before Shrestha was going to meet him cause he was next in line, I said that to him. And, and so he looks and he's like, so you were Owen. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 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 uh. Like, sorry. And I was like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know? and, awesome. um, yeah. But that's a fun, it's kind of funny what you're saying, but like, you told him that you were his hero. Uh, Brett ended up saying to my brother, cause my brother, it's, my brother's a, to put, to put my brother over a little bit. He's a police officer in uh, Port Hardy's RCMP officer. And uh, he had him sign his uh, RCMP yearbook, and he basically said to him, "Like you're a huge influence to me, and you know, like it was, it was, you were like a hero to me growing up." And so Brett said to him, "He's like, you know, thank you for letting me be your hero." Yeah. You know? Like, and hearing that, like, damn, he said, yeah. but still, I was like, yeah. you know, yeah. touch for him. Yeah. Say something like that. Thank you for letting me be your hero. Yeah. Well, like the guy's really cool. so genuine, you know, and yeah, yeah. You just look at yeah. him back full circle, like all the tragic things that have happened to him, you know, it, like you yeah. know. Losing yeah, and it's and it's you know and he's definitely a guy who's got his got his faults so like they're well documented but uh, but Just, uh, yeah you got to give him that <laughs> yeah for sure for sure buddy anyway sorry to, sorry to derail no no problem like and because we, we're gonna we're gonna this is our very this is the last yeah. of the of the stampede footage before we we looked at one more like more like uh, late Owen matches mm-hmm. but this yep. is the last of the stampede footage here put together by the twenty we give one more shout out to the twenty by twenty crew yep. Straight up. Here we go. 89. This is Owen versus, <laughs> Owen versus Dynamite Kid in a street fight. So this is Dynamite Kid post-back injury. He's out of the WWF. He His last run, I can remember this uh, fairly vividly, was great. He had a really good heel, like 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 Scottish soccer hooligan uh, kind of heel. Like really good. Uh, do you recognize... Uh, I'm going to ask you, like you, do you recognize the voice? So there's, th- there's a three-man booth here. You got Waylon, you got Davies, and then there's a third voice. Do you recognize who this is? I thought it was somebody doing a gorilla impression. No. <laughs> uh, a gorilla monsoon, that is. Not no, that is that, it is the infamous Bulldog Bob Brown. Ah, I had no idea. You got We've me. heard all the stories about from, like, Cyrus and Lance, right? 
Uh, they always tell, like, uh, talk about him. Um, uh, yeah, and he just kind of got this kind of high. What's going on in there? Like, oh, is that the thing. guy? Okay, yeah. I was thinking yeah. something else. But I, I heard some guy with like a heightened voice. It sounded like Gorilla a little bit to me. Yeah, no, uh, no, uh, but that was uh, yeah, Bulldog. Uh, Waylon. Uh, so Waylon, Ed Waylon, is handcuffed to this match to Abdul Weasel. Like he was uh, another another uh, manager that we all hated. Um, awesome flying drop kick and a great sell from Dynamite Kid here. Do you remember this off of that that uh, drop kick off the top rope from Owen? Yes, yes. Yeah. Well, I was more focused on how Owen, because the way Owen does his drop kicks on the top rope is kind of similar how Daniel Bryan used to and is now continuing to do again. Where I was like, where he lands flat back, you know, off, yeah. off the yeah, and yeah. And so I was kind of more worried, like I was kind of curious, like, oh, well, how's his head gonna hit? And I noticed he kept his neck stiff, and so so uh, admittedly, I was uh, watching Owen, not uh, Kid, on the on that move. Yeah, no, no problem. Uh, then we get we see Owen with some European uppercuts here. We're just adding to that, you know, add some more things to the different moves he's doing here. Sure. A lot of variety. Another pile driver on the concrete. Speaking <laughs> of the, the the opposite of variety, yeah. uh, Dynamite Kid is is cut open. Yeah, we see a ref bump and then enter Johnny Smith. I hated Johnny Smith at the time. Oh, uh, he's uh, he enters, causes shit, hits a pile driver and leaves. Owen kicks like uh, uh, Owen's out cold, but the like it's like this is like uh, you know dynamite going over to make the pin, and the ref comes to uh, right after the ref comes to Owen kicks out. Dynamite kid still hits his uh, hitting that flying headbutt. This is after. This I thought was yeah. interesting. This is post uh, back. Uh, injury, but he still hit that flying headbutt. He, well, he wasn't hit funny doing... though. He hit a funny. He didn't yeah. like a Benoit headbutt. For... Yeah, yeah, it was a little different. It was a little different. I gotta admit, uh, I was all excited though. So he's getting up, and I'm like, yeah, it's going back like Dynamite Kid. I think yeah. he was known for a headbutt because you always hear yeah. that, right? Oh man, yeah. And, yeah. and then so I'm thinking, like, okay, this is gonna be epic, and then he kind of yeah. lands on all fours. You yeah, know, but I kind of had yeah. to. Yeah, yeah. probably yeah. had to. Yeah. Right? Yeah, no choice. But I still yeah. got the idea that it's a headbutt. You know, so it's, yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah. So in, in like in the madness, uh, Johnny Smith comes down and accidentally hits hits. Uh, we, we, you get to see the knuckle dusters return another trope for tourists, but he accidentally hits da- uh, a dynamite kid by mistake with a knuckle buster, and we finally get to see at the end of this footage, <laughs> roll up dynamite for a one, two, three. It is so awesome. The oh. crowd is nuts for it. Well booked. Um, well booked. Yeah, yeah well booked playlist. <laughs> 2020 crew, man, that's our job. That's what we do. Yeah, that's no, what we do up in the 2020 no crew. No disrespect to 2020 crew now. <laughs> Let's not start no beef here. Yeah. <laughs> so that's yeah. that's 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 the Owen Hart that I fell in love with. Right. That's the uh, that was my first favorite wrestler. Mm-hmm. Going back and watching this. Uh, at, like knowing that this was what I was watching for wrestling at that time, this and WWF, of course. Like, why wouldn't it be? Why wouldn't this guy be my favorite wrestler? Yeah. Um, can you see, uh, like, I don't know. Can you see a lot of, well, I mean, we can see his influence all over the place. I'm trying to think of, like, the way he plays this baby face. Yeah, I can think of a more modern version. I'm going to ask you: Can you think of a modern, like the way that they, the, like from what we saw here, the, the booking of this baby face where he's just getting fucked over again and again? Oh, come on! It's yeah. easy. Come on, we're, you know we're thinking the same guy, right? Like right now? Uh, no, no. I oh. mean, uh, historically WWE. 
uh, well, like Daniel Bryan. Got to be DB, right? But I was gonna say like more. I think like for what they're oh, doing for, like for right now, sure. I think like more modern. I think it's like uh, oh. Cody Rhodes, right? Cody Rhodes is trying to play that kind of heel or that baby face where he's chasing more. I know he just won that really handsome looking belt. Yeah. Uh, but but usually like he's gonna like, he's he was he's as an underdog to be honest. Yes, he's going to be like booked like his dad, right? Where it's more the the money is in the chase than in the. Uh... Yeah, but he has it now, right? I know. Uh, not, not to quote like that. Yeah, <laughs> he has it yeah. now. Uh, yeah. Championship yeah. all. Um, but <clears throat> I don't know. Do you think he's gonna hold it for long? I haven't been following, dude. I don't know. Oh right, yeah, okay. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I just sorry. I just see the update. Okay. I don't know. No, no, like, we'll I, have that. I don't know who's gonna charge I ch- or challenge him. I don't know how much yeah. value they've placed on this TNT championship or how much value will be placed on it. I mean, I'm sure by putting it on like the hottest uh, baby face in the heel right away, it has value. Yeah. Or the, or the hottest baby face in the company right away. It has value. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. Like I said, I, I, I might go back and watch it all. I just, I just don't like the feeling of watching wrestling with the people there. Yeah. Yeah. I, I and, the, and the circumstances and everything. Just, like, I, I guess for myself, I guess I just pick and choose things that I have beefs with in particular. You yeah. Know? Like maybe that's a blind spot for me that like, yes, I will like judge WWE really harshly on certain things, but with yeah. AEW, I'll still follow even though, yes, like I don't know if they should be. They're still doing business right now. Yeah. And I hear it. I hear it's super entertaining. I'm just not, uh, I'm not, uh, the, the thrill this time, I'm just not drawn to modern wrestling for whatever reason, whatever reason. Um, I'm sure I'll, 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 I'll come back to it again. I'll hook you What's back. That? um so that's so that was your exposure your introduction to stampede and owen as the baby face in my favorite wrestler thanks again thanks again man no problem but i I wanted to bookend this i wanted to show like maybe to maybe highlight something uh, later in his career as well Mm -hmm. but maybe something that not everybody had talked about oh yes oh yeah. yeah go on so, uh, so I wanted to look at uh, one another late match, one that doesn't have a lot of talk about it. No, it's a really unique match. Yeah. Like I don't this this isn't a match that that I hear about getting a lot of praise, but this is uh, uh, from SummerSlam 1998 where he had the Lions Den match against Owen Hart or Owen Hart versus Ken Shamrock. Right, uh, and it's so this is in the bowels, the basement of MSG of Madison Square Garden, where they've created this this octagon like total mma style really raucous crowd down there i guess this is like this is attitude error obviously so it's obviously gonna have that feeling but it's really different really has this feeling of like a different kind of tone and atmosphere from the start there interesting choice i gotta say interesting choice yeah yeah i want to know what did they do with this structure afterwards does it still exist yeah it's in their warehouse yeah and they've had this one match right (laughs) yeah yeah, that's insane to me. That's insane to me. Oh, um, like it looked like something that they could like. It looked good. I thought it looked great. I thought like yeah. the overhead shots, like they could have done this again and again. They, like if, uh, like who knows what, like what Shamrocks. We everyone talks about Shamrocks' heart not being into it and stuff. And he's he's good. He's good. Yes, I, uh, I mentioned. But but he doesn't um, like. And you'd still see that there's like some stuff that he could have cleaned up and all this. But. Sure. Um, Anyways, let's get it. Like, I feel like this could have been his gimmick for sure. This is, oh, now you're going to have another match in the Lion's Den. Oh, yeah. You know? You know? Sure. That would have been cool. Uh, yeah. yeah. So I thought it was interesting. That was an Owen chant early. Uh, really good and convincing ground and pound from both men. We're seeing. Yeah. So this is wild seeing after we've seen Owen do all of what it was that we've seen him doing. That sure. now this is a totally different era. And this is not, you know, 
it totally indicative of this era too but it's where he would have fit at this time right probably would have fit best um because he wasn't going to do like as we he wasn't like i'm sure they had him do some gross out stuff um, but he wasn't going to do the like he wasn't as into the rated R shit. Like he had a thing with Deborah. No, too. He would, no, no, yeah. he would shut a lot of but, that down. Can't remember where but it, it didn't. Worked. It didn't really fit him, so they just kind of said, no. "Okay, let's just go with like raw brutality." Yeah, and this and that's what this it's match worked. is. Um, uh, I was I laughed out loud when I saw the ref up above, just kind of watching for above, like oh. waiting for him to waiting for him to do like some like uh, dive off the top, like Rey Mysterio or something. I don't know. Oh God. <laughs> Just out of the way. But uh, yeah. I've got here, like, less than 10 seconds of the match. You can see the uniqueness of it. Like, not just uh, not just uh, the setting itself, but yeah. the way they were working. You could see it was different. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and Owen's selling as a heel was different, too. You yeah. Know? Which is, uh, I'm glad this is kind of gives me the chance to mention this, that, like, you see him, like, almost like a chameleon when he can change his styles, you know? Like, Big time. Like, when he's a heel... His aggression, like his aggression, is like violent, you know, mm-hmm. aggressive, to, to for lack of a better term. Yeah. When he, when he's a face, it's spirited. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, like, and there's there's this really weird divide because both times mm-hmm. the energy is equal, but like there's something about I don't know the way he's performing the maneuvers or however you want to see it. Yeah. And here, like he was still a heel and he was still selling, but it was like MMA selling, you know what I mean, like. It was like not him like hunched over or anything like that, but like right. or like just absorbing it. You can see he feels it, but like yeah. trying to absorb it and like stay in position and whatnot, you know. Yeah. And yeah. so I really appreciated that like almost right off the bat because yeah. I haven't that's probably since '99. You know? I know. Yeah, this is a, there's a really yeah really unique style to this and like unique from as I said the other the rest of the other matches on this card, mm-hmm. um, uh, which I didn't really look into, but I like we had heard that there's like three other championship matches that follow after this they mentioned. Yep. Um, uh, Shamrock does this weird kind of jump off the side that I think he did it three times. Cool. And this ended up being a, the first one, I thought the first one was a little clumsy, was but it? the second one was super solid. But then this led to when the third time when he tried it, uh, <laughs> Owen caught it into a power slam that yeah. wasn't, wasn't as tight because how the fuck are you going to no, keep no, practicing no, no, no. that? Of course. No, but, but, but it was great, right? Like, and that was well, good. Well they, they paid that off, right? Like it's like he's paying attention. Okay, you're gonna try this a third time. I'll do right there. Yeah, of course. He's, yeah. He's, he learns, right? Um, yeah. I guess I missed the first one. It must have been the second one that I saw because yeah. the second one that I saw was gorgeous. It was like a, yeah. uh, it, it was it was almost like a, okay, sorry, uh, a, not a lariat, but like, like kind of a, a flying clothesline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um. So, the, but like this was stiff throughout, and and uh, oh yes, uh, Owen has opened up early on from some like what looked like it was either a clothesline or a stiff knee um and there's a nice power bomb onto owen and owen making uh make really making him look like a million bucks here really hard-hitting match eventually uh, uh shamrock gets opened up too so there's double juice we got a double juice yeah double here, juicer bro. right here yeah uh owen power slam and and i i i think at least one was hard way um so. owen uh yeah well i think the owen one was hard way because it's his mouth right like it just kind of was oh, like oh right my butt bit yeah. His lip yeah yeah uh owen uh power slam that was i uh, talking about that awesome payoff owen uh snaps on the sharpshooter shamrock's offense uh all together give me a grade shamrock's offense oh as, uh, as like like put it all together as like uh you know everything and like how he uses it, and when he uses, it. and like like the way he puts it all together. I'd give it a B, just a yeah. flat B, not a plus. yeah. 
um, if we're adding everything in. Um, the yeah. crispness of some of his moves, like, I, I forgot how much I liked his belly-belly suplexes. Mm-hmm. It, like, they're not like, okay, so you compare them to angles where they're, like, super, oh, how do I put this? Shamrocks looks like it's going to hurt you, whereas, like, angles looks, like, really safe, but it's, like, there's yeah. a lot of, you know what I mean? That's, yeah, so, no kidding. But there's yeah. something about that that I, I kind of dig, you know? Yeah. So, um. I just like, and I like, I like all those, all those things we're talking about, like those hard clotheslines and those yeah. belly to bellies. But then, like every once in a while, he'll throw in like out of like it's late in the match. He'll throw in like that jumping spinning kick that yeah. looks good, but yeah. it doesn't fit with everything. Like it seems like it's, right. dude. This is uh, this is, yeah. Right. Like, you, there, there might be a place for that, but that was a weird choice to to throw that in there. And I think he, I think that just comes from him still kind of figuring out things. Yeah, I mean, he point. was so green. Yeah, I mean, he maybe didn't get much beyond green. Yeah. No, I, I like. I think he was still really good, man. He's yeah, part he of good. my. He's part of my favorite match of all time. That oh. uh, that Canadian Stampede match. Oh. And, like, yeah, 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 yeah. He's yeah. Uh, he's. Uh, you know, and he felt like he's able to, he recognizes things. I just don't think he ever really, uh, he never loved it. Right. Yeah. Um, no. um but anyway, so this finishes with, uh, with, uh, the, uh, uh, Owen snaps on the dragon sleeper finally. And they right. really yeah. sell that. Like that's uh, like, that's uh, like, that's something that he had promised too. It's really, I like that they put over Owen. as just like this master of a thousand holds here yeah. too. And had a counter oh, to everything. It was really cool. Um, uh, but the counter from Ken Shamrock out of that again, using the uh, using the cage again, right? Yeah, people and, people were shocked by him doing that, and yeah. I dug that. Like people obviously popped for that move. Yeah, into gets Owen into the uh, into his uh, yeah into that uh, toehold and uh, gets him to tap for a great finish. Good work from both. I'll tell you, if yep. we're dropping snowflakes, I'll say three and a half stars for this match for sure, easily. I mean, have, yeah, what? I'd be interested to see what Grapple says about that. Yeah. I'm sure it'd be on there. Um, I was going to mention, so can, uh, can I mention a couple observations about this match? Sure. Yeah, so I thought the uh, Irish whips really shouldn't have been in there. You know, like, you know how, yeah. like, I thought they were really strange looking. Uh, they were, they sure were. But uh, I liked how Owen would, would like, he wouldn't bounce off of it enough. He would do just enough to make to it. hit it, yeah. Try his right. best to make it look a little yeah. more realistic. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they. I think they went to that well a little too, ma- was, too many times. It was taking one of the tropes from a, a, a four-side a four wrestling ring. Right. And trying to implant it in here, which I don't think worked. Yeah. Um. I wanted to mention something else. But they really oh. made up for it with, with that, that that sheer brutality. Like that was a, that was a surprise. Yeah, absolutely. I don't I don't remember seeing Owen in in a lot of matches like that. No, uh, he, yeah, like I said, he's a chameleon. Um, and and it's like it's extra heartbreaking, in a way that after everything that had happened and now his family like is just not too loving. It's like, well, you're still here, and uh, guess what? This match, we're gonna beat the shit out of you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, uh, yeah. But I, like, and that, but that, but like, that shows you how much of it, like a, a professional, a, a, yeah, a pro this guy was. Yeah, you know? I think the family. You know what? I don't think the family. I don't even think Martha bad and I did because yeah. that's she. She knows that's what yeah, this is. I know. Yeah. So I, I mean, I, I hate this character that people have kind of. And I'm actually, you know what? I don't think I'm alone anymore after the uh, documentary came out. But like she's definitely been demonized by much of the wrestling community, right? Oh yeah, no man. The uh, the Jericho interview, uh, yeah, as, right. uh, the Jericho podcast was great. I I I love how positive she is, man. 
yeah. I love, that made that made me so happy to hear that. Absolutely. Because uh, especially because as you said, she's been demonized and just painted as just like this. What she won't let the or like <laughs> you, you all think about like Mark Henry, like do it for the boys, oh. do it for the boys, Marsha. And now I hear that I'm like, fuck you, Mark oh. Henry. <laughs> yeah, like how much how much is this uh, award about him rather than just rather about you? And you right. having your right. – and you know what? John Pollock on Post made a good point about it being closure. You know what I mean? Yeah. People just want closure. But you know what? You're not entitled to that closure. I'm no, sorry. No. Yeah. <laughs> no? Like what, for this for this bullshit yeah. Hall of Fame, yeah. you know, that is yes. so prestigious. Oh, oh please. <laughs> I mean, no disrespect. You know. Like, no disrespect. Like, obviously, Bret Hart, like, does have a high value for this Hall of Fame. And that's why he wants Owen in there so badly, I think, is why they have – they're still kind of at, at odds. Sure, sure. Um, but I don't know. Like I, I, I found because I didn't. I, I had no strong feelings against her anyway. But I did definitely think of her like the way I think of her. Like the only thing I thought about her was, oh, she's the thing in the way of getting like in the way of like Owen having his legacy. That's how WWE would at least have you believe, right. right? But that's right. totally unfair. It's totally yeah. unfair. And that's so, back. That's back when the diehard fan who died was still alive when he was <laughs> right. still when he was still drinking that kool-aid he was still drinking that kool-aid well <laughs> kool-aid has been done for years now so <laughs> well well this has been awesome this has been great to 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 show you uh the owen that i first knew and uh, it's been great it's been really cool for me to go back and revisit and like yes you know what like, like I was like, God, why would I? Why would I have been into this? Like, I, I was expecting that that was a possibility. But I went back and I'm like, of course. Yeah. If, when I'm nine and ten years old and seeing this talent and this type of baby face, even if he's being booked in the in this way, I mean, like, like the booking, whatever. Like that shots, I probably wasn't noticing at the time. I just <laughs> thought that's what guys do when they get in fights. You kick each other <laughs> yeah, in the nuts. What else you, you gonna do? Bruce has got a good pot. You think you think about that? <laughs> uh, <laughs> But but watching this again, like seeing like, yes, of course, of course, this would be my favorite wrestler. And any kid and anybody my age who's watching wrestling and discovering it this first time, Owen Hart, of course, would be their first favorite wrestler. Sure. And I'm happy that we got to go back and figure that out. Yeah, absolutely. Before we get before we uh, wrap things up here, any any final thoughts about uh, Owen and, and uh, you know, would, did this open your eyes to anything uh, about him that you hadn't really considered before? Um, let's see. I, I've always known that he, like, in his younger years, without the WWE kind of, uh, what do you call it, restraints on him, that he must have had hella matches. Um, I saw, I, I feel like, um, the, uh, the playlist that this gentleman 2020, uh, crew 2020, uh, <laughs> put, uh, put together. Um, I, I feel like maybe I, I got glimmers of it, but not really, like, the full extent of it. Right. But right. what this has definitely opened my eyes to is this, like, the passion that he had early on, uh, which you, you can see the matches uh, well enough, but in the promos, and even though, like, you, and you alluded to this, even though they're not polished, even though he does stumble and whatnot, uh, to me that almost adds to it. You know, it, it almost adds to the presentation of it. Like, if he is coming from the heart, and and no pun intended, of course, and yeah. and um, he he means it. You know, and and yeah. I really feel that. You know, like. Uh, and then you add that 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 legacy of him being the the youngest heart, right? And uh, without you know trying to um, get too uh, somber here, that you just wonder like where he could have gone if it didn't happen, know. you know? And the legacy he could have built for himself, you yeah. know? Because at that point he was still like very much, un- in my opinion, you know, uh, in in Brett's shadow, you know. And yeah. I think 
anybody that that knows wrestling and can see it would see that he's right up there with Brett. You know, he had a different style. In some ways, in some ways, I would argue better than Brett because yeah. I found with Brett when between heel and face, his wrestling style wasn't really that different. You know, because yeah, no, it was. Yeah. I mean, it was always stiff and always real looking. You know, so no, no disrespect against that. But with Owen, like he had this ability to shift back and mm-hmm. forth. You know, and I, I dare say he was probably more athletic than Brett too. Yeah, well, like I mean, like he he was more high flying and and sure. did more of the acrobatic type stuff that's just part of his repertoire, right? Sure. And it, you know, it's it's widely known or like or has been forever that you, that if you're a babyface, you don't do that those spots, right? So I mean, if I can, if I can, uh, or if you're a he, uh, heel, yeah, you you aren't supposed to do those. So if I can play devil's advocate for a second, mm. uh, uh, Brett d- didn't have to take away any of those moves. You know what I mean? Didn't have to change his, his, yeah. his move set too much. I mean, uh, that's a whole other thing. Well, like, I, I, there's an argument yeah. that they could be put on the same level. Sure. sure, by, some, sure. by some people. Yeah. Do I? No, I still I like think, Brett. You know, but, yeah. but I think I, my brother I, I think what, what 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 I got from this is what I what I really felt was like, man, what we could have got was maybe there was one of these baby heart or babyface uh, Owen runs in him. You know what I mean? Uh, Eventually, because sure. he had become so... We saw how beloved he was. Yes, absolutely. Um, and how... Like, you never saw someone say a bad word about Owen. And eventually, that would have to, like, like, like squeak its way into a storyline or something like that until, like, almost like a, maybe a, a Daniel Bryan type effect where we start well, to see well, this, that... Yeah. Let me... Sorry to interrupt you. Um, no but you recall this. This was, like, very soon after the Montreal screw, screw job. And Owen was still there in the company, right? Yeah. The way they addressed this was basically I, – I can't remember if it was Vince or some other official in the ring, but I, I feel it was Vince. And Owen Hart uh, comes through the audience, right? And he's uh, – I think he's got a jacket on or something like that. He's kind of got some stubble. Of course his hair is wet, you know, very key. Yes. Yes. He, the point – the reason I'm saying all these things, he came in looking really fucking cool. You know, yeah. like, pardon my French. Yeah. Um, but he comes in really cool and he's like pissed off. Why? Because his brother was screwed. Mm-hmm. You know, his brother was screwed by Vince McMahon. And I feel like there was there was some build towards that. And in the end, they just kind of threw him to DX and he was like yeah. for DX. Right. But there was potential there. And, sure. they, and they were pointing towards that direction. And I don't know why they didn't pull the trigger on turning mm-hmm. him a full. Like, why not use any support Brett would have had? Yeah. This. And and, and and transfer to, to Owen by continuing the storyline, which I mm. think they did. Well, yeah. Clearly, yeah. Like, I wonder if it was still just too touchy a subject or well, or like if there was like, you know, wasn't there like pending lawsuits and everything? I don't know. No, not Who knows? Brett, but anyway, anyway, yeah. Let's, let's yeah. Talk, get into that right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, well, I appreciate us uh, you doing this for me. But as a guest on Yours, Mine, and the Truth, you are required to now reveal your top five songs by by my my favorite band from high school, who we just finished our deep dive into their discography, uh, Extreme. So uh, before we say goodbye, zoom in. What are your top five Extreme songs? All right. Do I need an explanation, or can I just rattle them off? Well, I mean, if if you have any explanation, I have an explanation maybe. just for two. Uh, the other three, I just thought they looked they sounded badass. Sounds good. Uh, but I will mention I, I was kind of curious or surprised by how eclectic uh, some of their sounds were. Okay, anyway, besides the point. Uh, number one. No, no, no. Screw that. Number five. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Kid Ego. All right. Uh, number four, Smoke Signals. 
Get out of town. Yeah, some smoke. Who gave you smoke signals? Yeah, All right, keep don't going. Don't be rapey. No, no, I'm just surprised. Like, that's, like, there's, that's, anyway, keep going. We'll talk, I, I can talk to you about smoke signals. Let's do it off there. Let's do it off there. Okay, okay. Um, okay, number three, Wholehearted. Yeah, great song. Yeah. Uh, number two, and this is because uh, in uh, Always Sunny, the gang did a beautiful rendition of this in the bar. Of course. More than words. Yeah. Right, you got Charlie kicking in there, and I'm not. Yeah. I'm not. I was gonna do it, but I'm not gonna do it. But you, anybody that knows knows he, he does that. Yeah. Yeah. He gets cut off, but it's beautiful. And number one, get the funk out. Ah, well said, sir. Okay. Yeah, so did I, you did you listen? Do you know what what I what I selected as my what <laughs> what is the greatest extreme song of all time? Because it's canon is it, now. Is it that? It is get the funk out. Yes, the, I want. I do it to me. I do it to I, me. Hey. I won the game. I won the game. Yeah. Yeah, uh, okay, well so I, got, done, I, got, I had two comments about this. Okay. The opening bass rift caught my attention. So right away, yeah. okay, okay, I'll fuck with this. I'll fuck with yeah. it. We're playing pool, right? Me and Jeff are playing pool. Uh, yeah. When I listen to all these songs, by the way, my friend Jeff. And um, and so I'm okay. I like this. So the, the, the verse starts and all that. Okay, this is good. This is good. And then the chorus hits. And I'm like, fuck, yes. Like, this <laughs> is fucking dope. Like, the Travis... I'm sorry I questioned you in this whole process. This is dope. Like, this awesome. song, I like this song, and it, 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 yeah, it blew my mind. I was, right. I, I was I'm, impressed. I'm so happy to hear that. That's <laughs> like this. I said, I'm going to expect a different experience, a different top five from everybody. <laughs> Some people are going to take it more seriously. Sure. Uh, but this is, uh, in terms of, you're the first, like, guinea pig. Uh-huh. to do it on a non-extreme uh, episode okay and it could not have gone any better man i go. love i love i love that you, here's what i love that you mentioned i love that you mentioned how eclectic they are because that's something that that i really liked uh-huh. i love that you picked kid ego that's their first single single really uh, smoke signals i can't believe you picked because that's not even a, a song what? man what do you mean i like it's it just, I gotta hear it again after this. I gotta hear it again after this and see what your beef is. It's 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 just a bunch of words and warnings, and then nothing fits together. And just a guitar. (laughs) Words and warnings. I think "Play with Me" is better. I think you're trolling me. Play with me. Okay. Okay. Should I listen? Yeah. You would know. You would know. Play with me because that's like one of the hardest levels on um, Guitar Hero. Guitar Hero. I I might not have played them with that one. Yeah, uh, and, but wholehearted. Yes, I love that more than words. How? What are you? How are you? What are you going to say? That's not a, a, a beautiful. Yeah. And get the funk out. Yeah. I mean, I think that's uh, if I. <laughs> that if is an most, amazing song. And I, that's I can't, as, believe, and I can't you believe. know who you, you know who loves that song. You know who loves that song. Uh-huh. Is your girl Bonesy Nora? Oh, Nora really? Loves, my six-year-old go. loves get there the funk go. out. There you go. There you go. I know I'm on the right track then. Outstanding, man. Wow, that was great. I really appreciate you doing this. Oh, um, um, yeah, you're you're the best man. You are, as I you're said, the like you're the best. You know, you're the best. <laughs> as I said when I opened up the the idea to talking about wrestling, uh, you're the first guy I thought of, oh, um, and so I'm glad we were able to do this. And I think, like, I really do. I want to go back maybe at some point and uh, maybe look at uh, Owen's. Uh, japan stuff or something sure. else if if uh you know maybe like i'm starting to think like some of these other uh, former guests are coming back to me and say they want to do it again yeah, and so i'm thinking like maybe we can return the favor is that you find something from your youth that we that you're not sure if it stands up and we 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 take a look at it well, sure. something so to keep in the back of uh five limp biscuit songs oh god or how about no. eminem songs no yeah, that's what i was thinking <laughs> i thought you'd bring up eminem of course no. I, I, was, yeah. I was mad at myself bringing up limp biscuit before eminem yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs>
but hell yeah, man. I well, was honored to return. Um, this was a blast, yeah, and I uh, yeah. I was a little nervous, but I was like, ah, that's Trav. Like, we talk. Yeah. We, we, we All we do is talk. <laughs> you that's know what right, I mean? That's we right. We talk all times. So it's like, I knew it would be fine. Yeah, So, yeah, sure. no, I had a blast, man. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you, Zubin. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll talk to you soon, bud. Most definitely. Most definitely. Take care, man. Owen Hart, it's good to see you again, but I, I'm very worried about your condition. Could you tell us something about how you're feeling? Right now, Jim, uh, I'm uncertain about my career right now. Uh, I'm taking some time off. Uh, last week was a lot more serious than I'd ever thought it would be. Uh, Mukhan Singh, don't you ever dare think for a minute that I've forgotten what you've done to me. And you can be assured, when I'm ready and when my eye is healed, I'm going to be the first guy after you. I'm going to be right behind you. I'm going to kick your tail. And Gamma Singh, don't you think for a second that I'm going to forget about what you did because you're the one who burned my eye. I hope two of you guys are real happy. You're real big shots. Hey, two guys holding one guy, throw fire in my eye. What the hell are you trying to do? You're trying to put me out of wrestling? Well, I'll tell you something. You're going to have to try a hell of a lot harder because I won't go down that easy. I'll tell you something. All right. Are you happy? Everybody happy here at the PWOM network? We did our we we did a pro wrestling episode here on YMT. Okay, we we've, we've earned our stripes, I suppose. <laughs> uh, no, I mean if if you if you are a wrestling fan who started listening to this, thank you, thank you. Uh, if you had already been listening, and but if you were finally like, yeah, he's talking about wrestling. Let's give this, or maybe it was, all right, let's give this this asshole a shot. Thank you for giving this asshole a shot. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, that was that was really cool. I, 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 I Owen Hart, um, it's, he's that baby face fire. That's what got me into wrestling, got me into this. Um, you know, you needed that, right? Every company needs that. He was the one that that I saw the most. Like I said, I remember being totally moved by the the bad company uh storyline that that Kelly and I had talked about on an old History of Stampede Wrestling uh podcast a, a while back. And and that really stands up to upon revisiting. But it was Owen that I that I always uh kind of lived and died for. Uh he was always my favorite. Brian Pillman oddly enough was my my sister's favorite. And uh, it was good to go back and see that 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 uh, that just pure, unadulterated, uh, good guy, babyface, and uh, and that babyface fire. I like that we kept using that word fire, uh, and mixed in with, and seeing that 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 technical prowess and uh, some of the the craftsmanship and the craft that he would uh, later kind of hone into perfection. Seeing it kind of in that that kind of infancy. It's a pretty cool thing to see at the same time with that baby face fire. That's, uh, yeah, that was uh, that was my favorite wrestler, guys, when I was a kid. He really was. Um, and I'm glad that we got to uh, take another look at him today. Uh, we will be back next week with that guy that I keep we keep talking about, uh, Kelly Nelson. Uh, again, I'm, like I'm filling quotas now. I got to do a job with the fucking boss. So, no, <laughs> we were talking about this a while ago. Like, like this is kind of this fits right in with that with the time period of extreme and or, or the early extreme. And when I first started getting to know Kelly, which was uh, the comic books, we were reading comics a lot, and especially comics in this era in the early '90s. What was hot, hotter than anything, was Todd McFarlane's representation of Spider-Man. And we're going to talk about that that era of his run on Amazing Spider-Man, as well as his his own series that he got as Spider-Man, and see 
uh, if if the art still moves us like it does, and we're going to see if the if the stories were any good. I seem to remember Amazing being pretty good, but his run as a, as a, as a writer was never that great. I didn't really like uh, his stuff on Spawn either. I mean, he's always a great. Uh, I mean, we like the art at the time. Ah, we'll get into it. We'll get into it. But that's what's going to happen next week. Okay, you guys. So, so for those of you who are trying to get a little bit of everything, we definitely got some of that coming up. So next week, uh, we're we're going to be we're going to be moving away from the ring to the to the to the page and uh, moving away from the the pugilists to the um, to the inkers of the, of the day of the of the nineties. Um, and uh, I hope you will join us for that i hope i thank you all again for listening today uh thanks again to our our guest uh, zubin sundar who was was awesome another great old friend and uh, so uh we look forward to hearing or you guys listening to us and and give me a shout out uh, uh on twitter you can find me uh at wctss uh let me know uh, what you think of the show but in the meantime and in between time that's it another episode of Yours, mine, and the truth. Bye now. Thank you.